When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the Bob and Tom Show. She lives in the house right next to me. I like to watch her from behind the tree. She wears a mini skirt when she's cooking meals and vacuums the floor in stiletto heels. The MILF next door. Every Saturday when the kids are gone, she works in the yard with her bikini on. I open the curtains and take a peek. She smiles at me and my knees get weak. She walks down the street and she's looking good. She's a hit. next
Many portions of the upcoming program have been pre-recorded, meaning they've already happened. And they're about to happen again. So where was it? Oh, oh yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we're glad to have you here. It's the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. We're live in the Napa Auto Parts studios. Worldwide on American Forces Radio, coast to coast on great radio stations like this one. Thank you so much for joining us. This room just got a lot better looking. Thank you. Um, thank, th- yes, thank you. Uh, so far, we have uh, now we have two lovely ladies in the studio. Of course, Christy Lee, womaning the uh, news desk. <laughs> Whoa, and, man! And uh, Chick McGee's over there at the uh, Quality Drivers Sports Desk. Quality is in the name of the sports desk, not necessarily. Of the sports cast, we want to make that clear to everybody. <laughs> you son of a bitch. We have uh, the beautiful Nikki Glazer I'll has joined us in the shake. studio. Thank you. Hi, Nikki. Hi, guys. Nikki, you look great. Thank you. Um, we had a little bit of a discussion prior to uh, going on the air. I, I was going to let it go. Okay. Uh, what were you discussing? I just said how great she looks. Her hair's different, though. It threw me at, at first. Yeah, yeah. It's always been long. I just chopped it off. But I no, just... no. But I, it's it's not like pixie short. It's no, but just it, down your it was even shorter before. I thought I was going to go through a breakup, and so I I chopped it off. And then is that yeah. how you break up with guys? You cut your hair off? I always do something different. Really? You always got to change your look. After what did you, you get do before someone. you cut your hair? That seems extreme. That I I dyed my hair brown one time. Oh, okay. Just like you just you want to like become a different person to attract a different kind of person and kind of just rub it in his face. Like I'm I'm taking myself out. You know. So uh, wouldn't you be better off doing something to him? Yeah. You know, like uh, you know, puncturing his tires. Yeah, I've burning thought, his clothes. If you know. he had a car, I would definitely yeah, do that. You're in New York, maybe right? taking those sexting pictures that he sent and yeah. posting them. He doesn't send me them. I can't get them back. I want them, hmm. I, and not because I'm turned on by them. I just want to know when I'm on the road that he's like home alone. Oh, so like you it's didn't more end up just, breaking up. No, well, we got back together. Oh, he Ooh. he broke up with me. I like saw it coming. I cut my hair, and then a week later, he broke up with me. Uh oh. Oh, so you're ready for it then? Yeah, I was definitely. I think I felt it coming. Like it was just, mm-hmm. it was time. We break up probably every <laughs> like nine months, and then, but we always get back together. So we're gonna make it. You are. <laughs> that's good. That's, that's, good. A really, that's like a really we're great sign. <laughs> so anyway, Nikki comes in and Tom says, "Wow, your hair looks nice. It's shorter." Nikki goes, "Thanks." And Christy goes, "And blonder." And blonder. I guess that's the way curl, <laughs> girls talk to each other. And blonder. Nice. That sounded kind of catty to me. Oh, really? I took it yeah. as a compliment. Thank no, no, you. no. I, I meant it. No, as I didn't either. I'm the chick. I took it as, well, I guess we're using artificial means to try to, <laughs> try to prop up what our is fading that, a looks. New shade of uh, fake. So is that funny. What that is? I would <laughs> never read it that way. Oh, I, I, I were on the same page, chick. I think immediately. That's Thank you, Tom. really funny. Uh, that's, you, so, I that, was like, thanks. It'd be like that is a really nice coat. Although I didn't know they made it in that color. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm gonna just go home early. And you can't pay. You know what? I'll I'll drive you. Wait a minute! I you're not leaving me. Oh, I, I guess I caused it. Uh-huh. Nikki, you look fantastic. You've got great hair, great teeth. We were just talking about dentistry. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, now, do you definitely are you, orthodontist did yeah. oh, this oh, to me? Really? Because oh, I had like, 
I didn't realize it until I got a caricature drawn at a very young age that I had huge buck teeth. Uh-oh. And then after that moment, I was teased for it forever. But like, you know, you're so hopeful when I was, there's a picture of me as a kid sitting there getting my caricature drawn and I'm just like, I can't is, wait I'm to I'm going to be a cartoon. Mm-hmm. And the second he handed it to me, I think my childhood like changed from then on. I like just sucked the confidence out of me because it was just like this beaver. <laughs> uh, and also my teeth. Uh, yeah, okay, um, wow. I've said this on the show many yeah. times. It's, uh, a, it's a quote, and I've never forgotten it. The great Barry Manilow said, uh, you are who you were when you were 12 years old. Yes. No I matter no matter what age you are. Well, there's also remember how you were. There's a little bitty part of you that's like, yeah. Really? There's also a great thing where uh, when Steve, it's a chubby uh, fat did, loser. Did, did you read Steve Martin's? Uh, this would be excessive masturbator. <laughs> That's me. Did you read Steve Martin's book, Born Standing Up? I haven't. Yeah. I want to. He I talks about thing. he was able to have this amazing transformation because he was able to change high schools. Yeah, he moved. So all of a sudden, all See? that everybody thinks you're this one guy. You go to Same a new place for and, twelve years, and all of a sudden, you can actually become yourself. And not be stuck with all that other Bunch stuff. That's what I did in um, in college. Like I, I went to a school that none of my friends went to. My friends kind of all stayed in the Midwest, and right. I went out to Colorado and reinvented myself. and And that was when I started hearing like, "You're really funny. You should be a, a stand up." I never had heard that before. I was Bucky. very quiet. Well, you're, you're you're hilarious, Bucky. <laughs> you, know you should that. be a stand up. If By the then, uh, they were straight, but oh, sorry. Yeah. If the Beavers Lodge ever hosts a roast, <laughs> yeah, you yeah, should yeah. probably. Yeah. yeah. It's so funny how I like that. It's it, that still hurts my feelings. I'll bet. I'll bet. Yeah. I'll bet so, it does. So the fact that I brought it up out of nowhere <laughs> because we had a story about dentistry makes me look like a giant. Ass. No, no, no. Sorry. I love that. No, not that. just that, Tom. Lots <laughs> <laughs> of other yeah, reasons. I mean, that's here. one of them. Could, all we, kinds of- could you answer? Uh, Bob and Tom show. Hey, Bob and Tom. It's Donnie Biker. Hi, Donnie. Man, did you see that ESPN reporter go off on the parking lot? At oh, yeah. yeah she, went, she was really upset. I guess her car was towed, and she just laid into this this parking lot uh, gal uh, on a personal basis, told her to, what'd she say, uh... Oh, I was like, go, yeah, go to the gym. Lose some weight, honey. Yeah. Yeah. Lose oh, some I weight. Swear to God. Yeah. Man, I ain't seen a blonde get that pissed since Dog the Bounty Hunter's wife accidentally ripped the crotch out of her yogurt pants. Wow. <laughs> your yogurt pants? Uh-huh. Yogurt well, pants this girl, she yogurt. was pissed, but the part I liked was she said it right to her face. Mm-hmm. So there's some extra credit. Some people think one week is too harsh for her suspension. Yeah. Some think it wasn't enough. I heard Bob thinks she should be fired. That's right. And I'm going to go above it. I think she should get the electric chair. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, that's a little stiff. At last, the voice of reason. <laughs> yeah, I okay. God. You know why? Because she's so hot. It might help her cool off. I swear <laughs> to God, man. That's a whole new branch of porn she just created. She's going to make a fortune. Brand new porn branch. Hot-tempered sideline reporter who slings insults while rocking a messy bun. Just saying the title <laughs> makes me hard. <laughs> Donnie? Think about it. There's nothing hotter than hot, wealthy women while they lose it and hit rock bottom. The number one card in my spank bank to this day is still bald Britney. Look it up. For about <laughs> ten years, all I could finish to was mug shots. And I got a bunch of with Lindsay Lohan. There's nothing hotter than hot women with a touch of mental illness. Mm. Just like your guest today, Nikki Glaciers. Man, if that ain't a porn name, nothing is. Glacier. Glacier. Hey, Nikki Glaciers, come sit on this iceberg. All right. Oh, God, you should. Gonna... Bye. Bye, Bye Donnie. Thank you, Donnie. Oh, you know, uh, Dave Dyer has the, uh, the iceberg. Uh, he refers to his as the iceberg. As the iceberg? Because there's uh, two-thirds of it you can't even see. <laughs>
That's very funny. Uh, and nothing's hit it since the Titanic. <laughs> um, Maybe that could be. Hey, nice good morning. Day. Welcome to the Bob and Tom Show on this Monday. This is Christopher speaking from the Bob and Tom Studios. On the show today, Allie Breen, Saturday Night Live alumnus Kevin Nealon. Also, Bobcat Goldthwait, Josh goes to a buffet, and lots more. But next, more with the lovely Nikki Glazer. Right here on the Bob and Tom Show. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show, where we have several professionals in the studio. And me. <laughs> By professionals, I mean they're getting paid. Uh, we also have um, we have a guest here. i got to be careful. Uh, she is the beautiful comedian Nikki Glazer. And um, Nikki, uh, we've commented on how great your hair looks. I mentioned your teeth look perfect, and I did. I had no idea that there was a gigantic orthodontist. Are we starting bill. head to toe? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, let's work going? our way keep down. Keep on going. Come on. I, can't, I can't see your feet. Are they nice? Let me see. Oh, no. I've got terrible bunions. Uh-oh. Do you? Oh, so don't say that. Really? That's going to turn people off. What kind no, of sh- I don't. Do you, have sh- do you have shoes on right now? Or yeah, you I do. Oh, and you she can kind of see them. barefoot. I, didn't, I can't see, Christy. This is radio. I'm just being honest. But Oprah has bunions, so I'm like, whatever. No, that's all right. How do you know Oprah has bunions? Because I'm obsessed with the fact that my te- my feet look really bad. Do they? Like they're just going in different. Like my toe is just going into the rest of my foot. I got to get surgery because it's throwing everything off. Do you wear a lot of high heels? Is that why? No, I cannot because of it, them. Wow! First it was your teeth, now it's your toes. Yeah. Let's get let's get back to your relationships. So, so you've got this you've got this boyfriend, but yeah. he dumped you. And then how did you yes. reel? How did you reel him back in? You know, um, I reeled him back. This is uh, I. I heard a t- the reason he broke up with me is because he found out um, that I was kind of lying about who I was in the beginning of our relationship to trap him into one. Who did he think you were? Whoa, 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 whoa! Wow, that's almost never. Were you, were you yeah, pretending right? to be <laughs> pretending to be a dentist or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really like you know. I the thing is, he he listened to my podcast and he had never listened before. I and see. I kind of use the podcast as a way to just vent about him because I don't know how to communicate and confront situations. Uh-huh. So I would just resent, I have all this resentment and then go on this podcast and like talk about him. And it was really inappropriate, like not cool of me. And I was trying to be funny about it. So I exaggerated some things, of, of course. course and, mm. uh, so I'm, I'm confused. So you told him that you were, you were an heiress. Um, some, some well, like, you some, know, maybe it's personal you stuff. You kind of just, no, 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 no. You, you just kind of, 
You know, I in the beginning, you just go like, oh, I've never done that before. Like, <laughs> I, you're my first yeah. boyfriend. Like, you know, those kind of things, which I, you know, I told him, like, I feel like you're my first real boyfriend because I've, you know, had boyfriends before, but they, it's not the same, you mm-hmm. know? Like, they just didn't feel the same. And he's like, no, that's a lie. Like, you have other boyfriends. In fact, you've dated many people that I have met. Oh, no. And you've told me you haven't. Because I'm like, he doesn't need to know I've slept with that person that right. he just got mm-hmm. introduced to. What right. is that going to help him mm-hmm. to know? Boy, I, yeah. So now we have, have a strict careful. rule. Oh, I'm sorry. We have a strict rule now that I have to tell him Everything. if he is going so, to meet someone that I've been with. I see. Oh. Okay. So no. if you're at a party and all of a sudden there's a few guys that you know, do you have to say him, him? Yeah. I mean. Well, Bob, I, the implication that she's at a party and there's more than one uh, is... is uh, you're well, if you go to a party, there's usually a number of people that you've slept with. See, I am. Well, sometimes really... you know when well, you. That's uh... what those parties are about. Yeah. You go and you sleep with about three guys, and then you... this hits all the night. I think I'm getting a sty. Can I leave? <laughs> no. This hits a real hot button. It's none of his business. I what know that. Before him... aren't you supposed to never claim more than your... for yeah. a lady's never you... more than three, yes. and a uh, man five. never more than you five. Should... Five is yeah. the number. Five is the number for both. Who is? Are, are you kidding? Who would believe that? Well, Nikki, it's, certainly not. Why but, you just uh, don't to say five. Uh, we have to be very careful what we say now. Mm-hmm. Don't it's anybody like, shout out? Well, in your case, uh, it's just um, yeah. I know. I, I agree. It's it's none of his business and artistic license to do whatever I want and talk about whatever I want and um, and that he shouldn't. Yeah, he shouldn't care. But he really. He really does care. He, mm-hmm. he, the thing is, he he says I don't want to meet any guy and have him think that like, oh, I slept with your girlfriend. Like I've got one over on you. He mm-hmm. was like, I just want to know the score. I'm not going to be mad at you about it, but I just well, want to know the score. The way this, As Tom accurately has told me many times during this show, that says more about him. Yeah, exactly. Than what you've been doing. Uh, yeah. A little insecurity, but no. Yeah, yeah, ex- except yeah. I have to take exception to me here. Um, the other aspect of this is that it sounds like the the opportunity for him to meet a number of people who are in that situation has ar- arisen here. That 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 there are like hundreds What's of them wrong out with there. You? Yeah, hundreds. You need to stop on a day to day basis. Oh my god! No, it's I've just dated a lot of comedians. His point is like I, I, okay. I would tell you the girls I've been with, but you're not going to meet them because they're not in my world. Yeah, so this you isn't like you're on. A, you're not like because a, I rented them. Yeah. <laughs> they are long gone. Yeah. Have we all forgotten the federal mandate that none of us are allowed to comment on relationships or give advice? Oh, uh, really? Seven no, years in jail can I make or a $10,000 fine. Can I make a suggestion? Son yes, of a... please. Oh, next time oh, you're in a subway car, oh, next time you're in a subway, random subway car, yeah. semi-crowded, yeah. nudge them a little bit and go, see those two guys down there? <laughs> Been with them. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. He would lose his mind. Like, he, he, he would... He or you could say, or you could do this time, going, oh my God, the uh, the the car in front of us, I slept with everybody in there. Yeah, see, that <laughs> men, women, and children. You guys aren't that? helping. We ran into someone at it. We were, we were, he's from St. Louis, and we were leaving St. Louis during the holidays to go back to New York, and we ran into someone at the airport that I had not told him about yet, who he's like aware of his presence in comedy. Sure. And we met and talked, and then on the plane, I was just like, I gotta tell him, and then I just took a deep breath, and I was like, here's the thing. And he was just like, okay. He was like, is there anyone out? Like, he just couldn't, because in the beginning, I was lying. He would be like, does that guy that I just met, have you been with him? And I'd be like, no. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tom has his hand raised. Yes, yes Tom. Tom. Yes, Tom. Nikki? Yes. We like to uh, we like to come up with uh, oh movie God. scenarios on this show. Yes. I've got the scenario. Okay. You call the movie The Party. Yeah. And you set up the situation you're in, and mm-hmm. you decide, I'm going to have a party, and every guy I've ever slept with will be invited. <gasps> mm-hmm. 
I love this. Wouldn't that be funny? No. And then what do you do in, yeah. in the movie? Now you go, to each, you go to each guy's house as he's getting ready for the party. Oh, each God. one of them thinking, she They're... wants me back. Yes, exactly, oh, that's Bob. really good. Now, oh, and it's all to introduce, oh, or God. actually even better, to announce to everyone that you're engaged to this guy. Oh, that's so funny. And nothing can go wrong. <laughs> no, that is actually a great idea. I, I, Right now I have a pilot at Comedy Central being decided on actually today if it becomes a show, a series. Wacky we neighbor. Would... Wacky neighbor. I could be a wacky neighbor, Nikki. <laughs> it's a talk show. Uh, son of a... Well, okay. You're going to make it a you little tougher. You can be tougher. like a Gelman. I'll get you, I'll, I'll be I'll your get you coffee. <laughs> I'll do this right you are Nikki I'll do that a lot so um now Nikki here's the earliest early scene in the movie you're, you're okay. you sit him down and you go okay what what can I use for a first name should I make one up or uh, why don't you make up Larry for okay. my boyfriend yeah Chris okay so Chris uh, this is you talking Chris I've decided um I'm gonna have a party uh, because I know you've got this this hang up about men that I may have slept with and I'm gonna invite everybody to the party that I've ever slept with so you can meet them all get it all done in one fell swoop and, and, then, and then he goes then he goes um, are we going to have the party here and you're obviously in a relatively small apartment and you go no uh, no I've I've rented out uh, Madison, Madison Square, Square Garden, Garden. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's a little too much that's and the name, the, yeah. the name of the movie the name of the movie is what are you doing here yeah. uh-huh. because every all the guys would be invited go what are you, what are you doing I thought she would I'd call the movie It's My Party <laughs> See if you can get the rights Even to better. Leslie Gore's great song, The Late Leslie it's Gore. Sadly. She won't complain. Yeah, well, her well, family might. Uh, mm. love the that problem song. with that is I just don't remember ever. Like uh, some of them escape me, and it's my no, number no, that, this is, is not part, this crazy. Is part of the, this is part of the movie. Though. Oh yeah, it's just you're sitting down and you're going. I, oh, that would be yeah. Uh, guys would be calling each other. Were you invited? Well, I wasn't invited. Well, I she forgot about it. Then you have that. Yeah, like, well, oh. it's like it's like people, like people who don't get invited to a wedding. And then some guy sitting there going, "This is this is total BS." <laughs> you know, I banged her in a helicopter one night. It was some ridiculous. Thing. I think she'd remember that one. <laughs> yeah, that was. Sorry. Well, depends. <laughs> bachelor, bachelorette date. <laughs> then there'd be one really. Yeah. Then this. Can I just add one more super creepy Please. scene to the movie? Oh boy, super Why creepy not? scene. Mm-hmm. It just cuts away, and it's Bill Cosby. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> oh my god. Uh, I love this idea. Do you validate? <laughs> I do not remember that one. Oh, yeah. Nikki yeah, Glaser is no, our guest. Probably we're a little sleepy. Yeah. Mm. Uh, well, who is the Jennifer Aniston? I get Jennifer. What do you Jennifer mean? Aniston for the, uh, to cast it. Or no, Nikki no. would. Nick, Nikki? Nikki plays Nikki. herself. No, I love Nikki that play. idea. <laughs> Nikki uh-huh. would play Nikki. Nikki plays herself, and she writes the movie about all the guys she's but ever But Jennifer slept Aniston, I can, she can be there, because I'll, I'll sleep with her just as so she can be here. See? Oh, that, there you, you go. You just throw her in. This is a whole her. new... The, the guys and girls her. are invited to the oh, party. See, God. part of it, maybe one of the sub-themes would be all these guys want to get back with Nikki, but they have to bring a really hot date so she gets jealous and so she hits on them again. So Jennifer Aniston is one of the uh, women. No, she's introducing her her uh, fiancé to the guys that she's slept with. I know, but all the guys bring a date. See, and they want Nikki back, so they bring really hot dates. So now you've got a lot of great scenes with women in lingerie <sighs> talking now and getting ready. They're all That's in lingerie. Of, lot, so all of a sudden, now it's turned into a pajama party. I exactly. Bob, whose side are you on here? I want some nudity in this you movie. To, we want people you to want go me to this direct movie. direct or not? All right. I have several scenes where Nikki, for no reason at all, is topless talking on a cell phone. You know? Mm-hmm. Whatever, you just want. Whatever, whatever you want. Whatever you want, Bob and Tom show. Hey, gang, it's Larry King. Hi, Larry. 
Hey, Nikki, when's the party? I need to clear my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Larry. <laughs> Thanks, Larry. Bye. Bye, Larry. Okay. My I God. hope he can make it. <laughs> but, Nikki, I'm seeing a, I'm seeing a great scene where you, you pull into, like, a, a Holiday Inn in, uh, somewhere in Metro New York, like out in New Jersey, the Holiday Inn, and, and there's, a, there's you know, all those signs that sure. have the, the welcome. The, the, <laughs> the welcome. The, well, welcome the Claxon family welcome reunion. Shriners, yeah. And then right below that it says... <laughs> Welcome the <laughs> Nikki Glazer, former sex partners. <laughs> uh, convention, is that what you're saying? Good. This is a great idea. <laughs> it is, but you it's getting creepier. It's going to ruin my relationship, it's a great idea. T-shirts, I slept with Nikki. Uh, it says, yeah, it says yeah, welcome the Nikki Glazer, I slept with Nikki Glazer reunion, and then under that, no vacancies. <laughs> oh, implying that the hotel oh, is full. Oh, my God. This nice. is a great idea. See, I now what? Great. Now what? This guy, have her uncle show up to the party. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, that's good. wrong. No. Now that's stop. Wrong. Yeah. No moms, man. No. <laughs> no. Uh, well, um, <clears throat> we all the guys to... in the movie have to be numbered in order? They wouldn't have character names? They'd just be one, two, Who three? could remember what number they were? Oh, I know I know the numbers. I, my, my number is not that crazy, but mm-hmm. like it's, you, they're all just people that- You're still in your sphere. That, that I know yeah. still. Yeah, yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, Wouldn't there be like, a couple flying in from out of town? I mean, you'd have to have something in the movie. You'd have to have maybe somebody from Colorado. It would be like, I see Rat Race, yeah. like Rat Race. They're, they're, oh, right. They're totally all... different uh, ages mm-hmm. and ethnicities. Yeah. And, yeah. I see. Oh, that way we got an ethnic diversity thing going. There you go. Good yeah. idea. Well, These then are I got to get to work. <laughs> These are all great ideas. Yeah, okay. Um, this well. guy tweets, I haven't slept with Nikki. And okay. at this point, I don't think I ever will. <laughs> Bless his heart. Poor guy. You never know. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> Caller Maybe. nine right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. No, I'm I don't know. He has, he are has, you a road comic? He has fun. He has fun in his Twitter name. I don't know. You got to right. make a point like of that. that. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about um, uh, Nikki's love life, uh, mm-hmm. which I think you brought up. Um, yeah. And uh, you're you're back together with your boyfriend. Yeah, we got back together. I um, the thing was we were developing a. He's a TV producer that I met on my old show on M- on MTV, mm-hmm. and uh, we've been together for like a, a year and a half. And then we, de- after that show ended, I developed a a sex talk show for Comedy Central. That is the pilot I was talking about mm-hmm. that's being decided on today. Uh-huh. And so we pitched it together, and we sold this pilot, and then we broke up after because he listened to my podcast to like you know learn about who I was Uh-oh. on mm-hmm. on mic and um freaked like was just like I-, I cannot believe you're not the person that i'm I-, I thought i was with and um we broke up and then uh, it, we started like kind of dating again and right. then i i i picked a taylor swift song that i felt really um explained how i felt in the situation uh-huh. and it's a song called uh, back to december and it's just like a song where you're, she's like saying like hey i know i screwed up but like Let's do this. And um and I rewrote the lyrics to it to fit our relationship Aww. and my roommate is a musician so I dubbed my voice over her song and I sent wow. it to him and it made him laugh and he was like and that and that softened the situation in the way. And this is the end of our this is the end of the movie we talked about, which there is called it's, yes. it's my party where you get all of your old boyfriends back. And I'll and sing then, if I now want to. we may not be able to get the rights to the Taylor Swift song, so sure. think, you have to think of something else we can get the rights to. Like I don't know, maybe well, you sugar, do, sugar, do but a song, just write a song called November. And <laughs> change the date. Yeah, maybe, maybe December. There December, you go. December there rain, you go. But, mm-hmm. Maybe Guns N' Roses or something. We can find something with a. a well, anyway, it's it's, 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 it's all good. Hi, 
Hein. Right. Now, you, you were developing. That's my Axl Rose. You said a, a sex talk show? Yeah, we shot a pilot in December. And is, it, is it phones, live phones, people call in for advice? Um, we might have an, a, an advice element to it, but it's, um, it's two comedians sit on a panel with me and we just talk about sex and conversations about it and then i go out on the field and interview people and so these are male are, are these, like if they're male road comedians most of their uh, their sex talk will be about uh, having sex with their smartphones and yeah. porn and porn and waitresses yeah. uh, definitely going to talk about porn well, definitely going to talk about tinder and waitresses just, as bob says are there other waitresses ones? oh my gosh so many stories like that mm-hmm. and um do you want to hear a little inside uh, no, inside comedy thing oh, what boy. what um, this might be too boring, but real quick, um, a friend of mine who um, oh, that story may be a uh, may or may not be the owner of a comedy club. Yeah, told me referring to the male comedians. Mm-hmm. He said he loves it when the comedians sleep with the waitresses because they'll always come back for the same money. Oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. That's oh, that's got to be true. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know. This is I don't want to turn this into something ugly, but um, let's see <laughs> but you will. Yeah. Uh, but here we go. <laughs> no, that, I can't say it that way. Uh, you being a female, mm-hmm. you being a comedian, that's mm-hmm. a different situation. And, Absolutely. Uh, is, uh, I don't, I mean, this is really There aren't not, a lot of male waiters. It's not fair to say. Well, I mean, it, or whatever you're into. Um, uh, <laughs> I was attracted I'm not to gonna, one. I, see, now, Christy, see, Christy's implying that I'm going to ask, so have you slept with any, any of the waitresses? waitresses that's that's what not what I was going to ask, know. although I think it's a great question. Go. It is a great question. I have not. I have not because been with a woman before. There are many comedians who have been well, with sure, the waitresses, but, which is there's certainly that's fine with so me. So many. If they want to marry them, I'm good with that. I'm yeah, cool. yeah. A lot I, of them I welcome everyone that can do whatever they want. Sure. I'm a divorce guy. Will not comment on anybody's right to marry anyone or anything. Totally, I blew it, and so we're done. <laughs> so right. I have never, no, I've never hooked up with. I think I spent the night at a bartender's house once because we just went out and got drunk, and I thought maybe we were going to hook up. But I'm really bad at letting a guy know when's a good time to like make the move. <laughs> so I just slept on his yeah, couch, and send then a, send up a flare or something. Yeah, yeah, I just, I mean, well, he was being nice and respectful. He really was, yeah. but and he tried to like you know continue it every time I came back in town. But I, I was just like, you blew it, man. Like I just, I remember just waking up on his couch and being like, did I? And I was so grateful I didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. But um, oh, okay. but yeah, I, I would have liked a story like that. I just have never hooked up with a fan or. Um, or a, a waiter, or whatever. I just in, in, order uh, to, in order to sell tickets, you might want to say yet at the end of the number. <laughs> yes, hooked up with a fan. Yes, <laughs> tonight at the comedy attic. Yeah, um, <laughs> no one I've show. slept with has been has liked my act. Is what I meant. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, uh, so it's a sex talk show. So we'll yeah, hope, hope it gets cool. picked up. Can I ask you this? Who were the comedians in the in the pilot? Uh, T.J. Miller and T. Ali Miller. Wong. Yeah, T.J. Miller is just fantastic. And we got Ali, arrested together. If you go Ali Wong, you can't go. You can't go Wong. You can't go Wong. You can't go Wong with her. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You got arrested together. Yeah, T.J. and I got arrested. I'm guessing it was T.J.'s fault. You know, it's interesting because it it, it, it it might have been I think he thinks it was his fault, which is fine because now he just like will do my pilot for me, even though he's busy taping Silicon Valley. Like right. he just stopped in to do this little thing. Silicon Valley. Silicon 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 Valley is a porno movie. Ugh, that would be a Silicon Valley is a that's a believe a porno. That's a very good porno. Right, which he's also working on. I like Silicon Valley. Oh, it's so good! I just got into it. Yeah, 
Um, so how'd you get arrested? What happened? We, I think this was in 2010. Um, we were smoking something uh-huh. on the street. Uh oh. And um, and it, we were just. It was after a show, and it was three of us, and um, it was one woman who I had never gotten along with since I moved to New York. She like booked this club, and I for some reason she'd always hated me, and I didn't even know she was going to be there. And then suddenly I'm in this circle with her. And I'm like, oh, this is awkward. And then undercover cops come up and they're like, hands against the wall. And we're oh just like, my God. Uh, we were, we had decided to smoke right in front of a precinct. Like we didn't even look. We we're literally like hanging out right in front of it. So they Jeez. handcuff oh. us and I'm, I'm put in this cell with this girl who now, like we had been Now enemies. this girl you don't care for is your cellmate uh, and you're yeah. plotting to get out. And I'm right. crying and oh, yes, yes, Tom. I, I, I keep getting back to our, yeah. our movie idea. Um, it's my party. Mm-hmm. So at some point, um, since this movie could be made, so time's kind of here and there, you know, sure. like, a, like a Woody Allen movie or something. And there could be a scene where you're getting arrested and they show your cellmate. And then you have the party with all the men you've slept with. And she comes in. And oh, right. Suddenly like it's, we, yeah, you, so you even guys, in the holding cell, I committed to the, the why prison is she life. Here? Yes, okay. you, suddenly you've got, I see. you've got a lesbian. Even though she was yeah, a lesbian. Yeah, you're a lesbian. Oh, I was oh, in there, there about for three hours. hours. Yeah. yeah, but you know, <laughs> bah, bah, when you get in there, you just Coming up next on the Bob and Tom Show on this Monday morning, Bobcat Goldthwait. You'll hear him coming up next. This is the Bob and Tom Show. I'm looking at the world who flies eyes. I'm looking at the world who flies eyes. And you can just buzz off. Well, I think I'll start with some horse manure and then a cup of that poop du jour or something. <laughs> and now some, some highway pate to please my palate before I land on your potato salad. Cause I'm looking at the world who flies eyes. I'm looking at the world who flies out. I'm looking at the world who flies out. And you can just buzz off. Would you like some gray poop on that, sir? Poop on this, I'll kill you. That's great. Welcome back to more of the Bob and Tom Show on a Monday. This is Christopher speaking. Hope you had a nice Christmas weekend. Hey, some of our guys are going to be out for New Year's Eve celebrations this coming weekend. Pat Godwin will be at Comedy Off-Broadway in Lexington. That starts Thursday. He'll be there New Year's Eve. Also, Willie G will be doing a New Year's Eve show at Diamond Joe Casino in Northwood, Iowa. And Greg Warren will be doing a New Year's Eve thing at Sandman Comedy Club in Richmond, Virginia. That is also Thursday through Saturday, New Year's Eve. So uh, check all those guys out. Right now, a segment with Bobcat Goldthwait and Juggalos here on the Bob and Tom Show. Uh, welcome back. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Once again, we are live from the Napa Auto Parts studios, worldwide on American Forces Radio, and coast to coast on lots of great radio stations. He's Bob. I'm Tom. That's Chick McGee. I see him right there. Hi. At the Quality Driver Sports Desk. Christy Lee is at the news desk in the interview loft. Comedian. Bobcat Goldthwait, Bobcat on his way to Dayton, Ohio, the legendary Wiley's Comedy Club tonight, tomorrow, and Saturday night. Bobcat has a had a very interesting career. Uh, Stand up comedy is a. Were you in high school when you first got? On yeah, stage? I started doing stand up when I was uh, sixteen, maybe mm-hmm. a little earlier. Yeah, with with Tom Kenny. In fact, the 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 Barry Crimmins, who's the 
the subject of my documentary, Call Me Lucky, we we saw an ad in the local paper that said they were looking for comedians, so we called up and uh, <laughs> and showed up at this open mic, and mm-hmm. he thought it was men, you know, and then these teenagers came in, and he still put us on stage to his... Uh, and In fact, and I, I tell the story in the doc, it's not that big of a story, but his nickname at the time was Bearcat. Mm-hmm. And Tom Kenny and I being sarcastic uh, high schoolers. Was, oh, you know, that's funny. My name's Tom Cat. Yeah, I'm Bobcat. Wow. <laughs> but we, we were just being, And then... And it stuck to you. You know yeah. the feeling of a joke getting out of hand? Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, 38 years later, they're Barry and Tom, and I'm Bobcat. So I guess that <laughs> really didn't pan out so well. But oh, he funny. didn't even know this until recently, and we were driving along, and I said, yeah, you know how, like, we were, you sarcastic little, and <laughs> oh, yeah. he, he, he ripped me a new one. I'll did bet. you, uh, you mentioned earlier that when you did your Today Show interview many years ago, you were in character. Did you have that character right away? Uh, no, but it was, it was around then, I, I would do different stuff on stage, and that was uh, a character, oddly enough, it was a guy who had seen Bigfoot, uh, you know, I would do that character, but... But, you know, he'd be stuttering and nervous and stuff. But but I, uh, you know, my earlier act would just be, you know, me reading a Dear John letter and crying, you know. <laughs> my wife is so fat, you know. How fat is she? I told you, I don't even have a girlfriend. You know? and, 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 and I... And I, just I be, yeah, yeah. The, last, uh, the last time I went to see you uh, do stand-up, after the show was over, I was walking out, and, and this woman next to me said, "Because you at at one point in your live show, you did a little bit of your sort of character." From yeah, 20 or years ago, or even on stage, I'd be like a mutated version of myself and the persona for a long time. And the and this woman goes, "I didn't know that's him." That <laughs> <laughs> she she had she remembered you, but she didn't realize that was you because ninety percent of your ninety nine percent of your act was just great stand up. It wasn't that character that you had done. For yeah, time. and and you know, I when I. I I had uh, stopped doing stand up when I was directing the Kimmel show, and when I went back, I I really thought I didn't like stand up, but I re- I realized I just hated that character, <laughs> <laughs> and, and so uh-huh. and so I realized like if I was going to keep doing stand up, that I'd have to go out and and just do it as myself. You mm-hmm. Now you mentioned earlier that you uh, you opened up a uh, a story by saying you were talking to this clown, uh, and you met an actual clown. Right, guy in mm-hmm. a clown suit, and uh, I have been told that you did something um, involving the whole thing with the juggalos and. The oh, I did. Clown. I performed at the gathering of the juggalos. Now, yeah. Can you explain what this is? Yeah, if you're not familiar with the gathering of the juggalos, it's it's uh, the insane clown posse has a music festival. I'm using the term music really mm-hmm. loosely, <laughs> and the juggalos are are the insane clown posse fans. They're, I'll make a general sweeping uh, description. They're you, a lot of them are morbidly obese, and then they wear scary clown makeup. It's a it's an incest yeah. survivors convention, is what it is. It's just people going, nobody's gonna molest me anymore. I'm a scary clown. Uh. So uh, it's a lot of... The important thing is they're dealing with it. They're okay. dealing with it. It's a lot of broken people. Right. So uh, there's no security at the Gathering of the Juggalos. <laughs> there's no lights. It's just this giant fenced-in property, and it goes on for days. And they've only had a handful of deaths over the years, but it's uh, a lot of... Uh, <laughs> 
people were openly selling and taking bath salts. Oh, man. Um, Yikes. It's really... I've done gigs for the Hells Angels, and I've toured opening for Nirvana, and those were just like, you know, it might as well have been performing for Yanni. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. this this is really the weirdest kind of uh, environment I've ever been in. So my... Uh, if you don't know it, you should uh, uh, go ahead and look up a Teal Tequila Gathering of the Juggalos because they like to spray Fago soda on each other, and uh, and they and they 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 love Fago cola, and um, they ran out of Fago when Teal Tequila was performing to throw at her, so they knocked over the outhouses and just grabbed. You know, the, the artist, that, you know would, that would fit Tila. It I mean, sure would. It was an inverted Gigi Allen concert. Yeah, so they're hurling <laughs> this poo at her. Yeah, that's I, that's way worse than... Uh, like, if, if you hit me with some dog poo, if we were walking down the street, hypothetically, mm-hmm. I would be mad, but later on we'd still be friends. I see. But if it was like some hobo duke, yeah. that yeah. would be a deal breaker. You know, I mean, oh, great. Now I got hep C in my eye. Swift. Wow. So... So, um, so my opening act was a guy named Upchuck the Clown and Upchuck, uh, was driving me around the grounds in a golf cart Uh and everyone's like, who are the millionaires? You know? So, uh, no, because we're in the golf cart, we're like royalty at the gathering. And, um, he's trying to convince me that uh, I've got nothing to worry about. He goes, they're going to love you. It's family, family. Whoop, whoop, whoop. So, um... Then this juggalo kind of breaks free of the, the... I don't know how they... Is it a gaggle? I don't mm-hmm. know. But so he, he... This big juggalo runs alongside the golf cart and just starts pounding on Upchuck. You know, he's like, oh. F you, Upchuck. And he starts beating oh, him up as he's driving. And he just hits the gas and he goes, <laughs> I'm here every year. They know me. <laughs> and And as... And then as he's midway, he's trying to explain to me, oh, this is like a Dave Matthews concert, <laughs> which really frosted my cake, the idea. Like, I'm going to speak Bobcat language. He'll, uh, he, he, I'm sure he's down with Dave Matthews. So, so oh, as he's trying to tell me I got nothing to be afraid of, this can of unopened Fago comes whizzing in at about 50 miles an hour and just cracks him in the head. And oh. I hear this pop, and he just slumps over the steering wheel unconscious for a second. Oh, oh no. no. And then he wakes up, and he goes, I'm hurt. I'm hurt, really. Bad <laughs> steer, and so steer. He, hits, he hits the gas, and now I'm steering with an unconscious clown on the steering wheel, and we're weaving in and out of juggalos like it's Mr. Toad's wild ride. Oh my god! Yeah. Wow. So yeah, I've done the uh, I've done the gathering of the juggalos. Uh-huh. Wow. Oh, once. Yes, once. Yeah. yeah. How, yeah. Did, how did the how did your performance go? Did you lose it? Well, here's the thing. Uh, did it anyone went, notice? It, yeah. uh, it, uh, sadly, it went well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they actually really you did went, like me. Uh-huh. Uh, of course, I did bust out the 80s character for that gig. No, oh, I, sure. didn't, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't go out there and check it out and go, yeah, yay, that's what we want. So, uh, no, I, uh, uh, I, I, I would love to tell you. I would, like, I was going to explain how magnets work that was a big idea because you know that song miracles they have uh-huh. and they talk about uh-huh. how magnet is i'm a not familiar with the insane oh climate. well well it's a good jam <laughs> okay. and um that's one of their hits and it's about how you know things that are miracles and, and that's one of the lyrics is how magnets are miracles. it is a miracle wow. so i was gonna say you know when a negatively negatively charged ion and a positively charged ion share the same story. yeah i was just gonna break down how magnets work <laughs>
and then throw the mic down. But when I got right. there, I was no longer snarky. Uh, uh, yeah, uh-huh. uh, Bob Scratch Gold Farm. I I I, uh-huh. I pandered uh, like a like a son of a bitch. <laughs> More great stuff coming up next hour on the Bob and Tom Show. Revisiting an underwear blowout and Pepe Le Scrotum coming up next hour. But next, Pat and Jimmy, Pat's son, go to Josh's house. We'll find out what happened next on the Bob and Tom Show. This is the Bob and Tom Show for a Monday. Welcome back. This is Christopher here in the Bob and Tom Studios. A very funny segment with... uh, Josh's house being the host, Josh hosting Pat Godwin and his son Jimmy for dinner one night. Let's find out what happened here on the Bob and Tom Show. Pat Godwin, how's it going over there? Good, how about you? Good, can you give me a strum in that uh, guitar? Okay, sure. There you go. <laughs> did you do anything special <laughs> I for... Can't, uh, I can't see, but never mind. Did you do anything special for uh, Easter there, uh, Josh? Oh, you know what I did? I had uh, Mr. Godwin and uh, son over for uh, some steaks. We grilled up some ribeyes and uh, fillets. And, and uh, when did the uh, fire department leave? <laughs> well, no, I was doing the grilling. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. You know, he meant the fire. Jimmy was, was not Jimmy said. And right, 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 right. Oh, yeah. That, that, that. No, the, Jimmy only did one thing that was sort of uh, uncouth, I think. Uh, wouldn't you say, Pat, you guys were uh, literally at standing at your car to leave? He takes the shirt off. To get in the car, and he smells his armpits. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That was weird. But uh, So he's, he's already like a bachelor. Oh uh, as they're getting ready to leave, uh, Jimmy goes, oh, wait, uh, I'm going to use the restroom right. real quick. And he went in, and he uh, dumped up my house. He uh, really left one in there for me. Did he flush? He didn't that flush? Means, by the way, Pat lives... 45 seconds from me? <laughs> yeah, we're leaving. Josh, can I use your uh, toilet? Well, sure. We thought yeah. Just that really is not cool. And then he came out and he goes, uh, you're out of toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, he had so, a fine so, meal. So, you, so then you shook his left hand. <laughs> you know, but an- another way to look at this is that uh, he, that's some fine parenting. He thinks just so much of himself which is hard to do nowadays you get your kid to love themselves that's how i like to look at it it's like i'll yeah. just i'll give josh a treat i'll leave him something of my <laughs> I, can, I can top that well, well, well that's what conversation's all about isn't and, and it willie will is my witness willie is my witness we were visiting a friend of mine <laughs> and he lives on kind of a, a cliff on a lake and uh so we were putting the boat away and we hear uh, Charlie up on the... Well, this is the famous Jess go off the dock story. You, when a kid asks, I'm gonna go, I am have to go to the bathroom, and the guy goes, well, yeah, Jess go off the dock. Uh, <laughs> so Charlie's up on the deck, way up above, and he shouts down, I have to go to the bathroom. I said, just go, just, just go off the deck. Not realizing that it was a, a <laughs> deuce, if you will. Oh, boy. Yes. Uh, oh, well. He was a young boy at the time. I, mean, I should I should point out he was a young lad. It would have been quite awful if he'd been, say, 16 and, and hung to. Uh, well, uh, now, we need to get into the world of sports with Chick McGee. Uh, MMA fighter is, uh, has, had his finger severed in that match. You remember that? That's right. Yeah, it was horrible looking, right? Uh, this fighter, Ketag Pilev. Oh, I love. I'm sorry, Plyev. Plyev. You sound like Homer Simpson. Mm, Pila. Mm, Pila. I thought you were going to say rice Pilev. Yeah, that's what. I, yeah, I love that's it. what he did uh, say. Oh, He's know. had his finger reattached, uh, but they put it on the wrong hand. Oh, no. oh boy! Oh, that's a well, shame. six on one, four on the other. <laughs> well, hey, 
hey, you got ten fingers. What do you want, dude? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look at Tom. They, they put it on the right hand. He wants to correct me. No, no, I was going to go. We are, in the, no, we are I, pulled into stupid. You joke only for Chick McGee. Yeah. Six on one, four on the other. Oh, hi, oh. That's right. <laughs> what is that? You want to Round sing? on the end and high in the middle. Oh, hi, oh. See, the totally Ohio? different. It makes no sense. <laughs> oh, me, oh, my, oh. Look at Miss Ohio. They reattached after it was ripped off during a match. Okay. If you submit during an MMA fight, you lose. I'm going to... Th- if you tear off my finger, I quit. He well, didn't want to quit. Yeah. Of course not. He's insane. <laughs> the, the referee uh, made it a TKO, right? According to the uh, ESPN, it was in the second round of Thursday's April Fool's fight when opponent Devin Goodale caught his glove and he felt his finger snap. He said they kept fighting, but when the round was finished, when the round was finished, he said, hey, I see my bone was out in the open. He added, I wanted to keep fighting because I felt like I had this guy. (laughs) Come back out by channel. This reminds reminds me of the, as as you mentioned. I got him. The famous sword scene uh, in Monty Python where the guy won't quit. But the uh, doctor saw the bone and his missing finger and stopped the fight, of course, because the doctor is a normal-thinking human being. Officials started searching for the finger in the cage. Gets better. An announcement was made to the crowd asking them to help them look for the lost digit because it could have gone into the crowd. Ew. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, uh, please uh, don't forget we have uh, popcorn at the concession stand. Oh, and please look under your seat. For a human finger. Thank you. Man, man. Drive carefully. After several minutes, the finger was ultimately discovered inside. It's always the last place you look. Right inside the fighter's glove. Huh. They didn't look there first. (laughs) 37. (laughs) Well, you know, you're looking for something. You're searching. You get excited. Now, wasn't the finger in the other guy's glove? Uh, inside Plylev's glove. Yeah, Good Ale is the one who had his finger torn off. It was inside the guy who ripped his finger off. It was off. in the other guy's right. glove? Now, now that's, that's weird. That yeah. should be illegal. That should be they, that guy should be in jail, in real jail. Oh, he stole a man's finger. Yikes. Don't you win the match if you get your finger torn off? Good look, you, dude, you win. Go home, go on, go home. Yeah, if you, and you don't cry? Yes. Yeah. yeah, you're the winner. Of course, you could only win that way nine more times, but still. <laughs> and, but nine, the, nine the, the finger has been reattached, though. That's the good news. On the correct hand. Yes. Okay. Uh, he's, uh, the gentleman who uh, ripped the finger off said he will appeal the decision to the uh, Pennsylvania State Athletic Commission, as Tom would say on August, buddy, <laughs> claiming <laughs> Goodale illegally grabbed they, they, they his They needed a strip club. <laughs> during... <laughs> This All right, everybody got wings. All right. This august body. We're in favor of brain Let's damage. Let's wrap this up before candy comes out. Let's go. All right. All right. Uh, someone tried to expose Tyree Kill, yes, the whiteout for the Kansas City Chiefs, for being a bad tipper. Oh. In Kansas City, but the Chiefs whiteout was not having it. A few days ago, a user on Twitter uploaded a bill from a restaurant and accused Hill of tipping zero dollars on a 61 dollar bill okay uh this gentleman named brian said uh, on his tweet i love you cheetah i know you work hard but so do the servers in kansas city they deserve more than zero on a 65 dollar bill 
Well, as these things now are, are want to do, they escalated due to social media. Sure. Hill saw the tweet immediately and responded by claiming his girlfriend handles all the bills and she must have thought the server didn't do a good job. Hill tweeted back, I let my girl do all that. Trust me, if did a good job, she would have tipped you. And apparently, there was no pickle on a chicken sandwich. Is oh. how this all started. Oh, my gosh. That's how it all started. All right. Okay. How much, what does this guy make a day? Uh, bazillion dollars. Bazinga. That so shouldn't matter. a mistake, take his money. Everyone relax. Right. And Ty Hill said, everyone relax, dude. Didn't do his job, so no tip. And he, uh, two laughing until you're crying emojis after that. So there you go. Well, he's not going to come out looking too too good in this, but... Bad service is bad service. What are you going to do? Yeah, well, next time this guy goes out to eat, if your sandwich tastes an awful lot like ass, it's probably the pubes. (laughs) What I like to do is lay uh, 10 $1 bills out. For every mistake you make, I take away one. You make a presentation of it to the servers. Can you imagine? That that is a really great way to have have your sandwich take a short detour to the men's room. Is there Why a- is the chef coming out of the men's room holding a plate of food? <laughs> do you ever see Waiting, the fabulous Ryan Reynolds in the movie Waiting, where they really uh, good movie? They do all sorts of stuff to sandwiches. <laughs> I worked at a restaurant. I know how these things work. And, okay, isn't it the chef's fault though? Oh, like, in that case, the missing pickle, sure. Like, yeah. what's the waiter supposed to touch it and look? Just, if these me. people are working hard. If your pickle exactly. isn't there, Wait just minute, ask for a pickle. Drunk. Calm down. Yeah, right. That's you read e- Ace's book over the weekend. It's not the <laughs> server's fault. <laughs> well, no, Jessica's right. <laughs> Right, is the server supposed to check all the meals before they come yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, but you know what? They're kind of busy. Point. But okay. here's the thing. Had it be, hey, sir, uh, there's no pickle on my sandwich. He would have rectified that in 10 seconds. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you don't say anything, it's your fault as a customer. You don't get to sit silently. <laughs> yeah. Things happen. Like, well, you failed me. You didn't read my mind that something was wrong. How would they have known something was wrong? <laughs> Could you imagine if the manager came out to you and says, well, if you didn't say anything, technically it's your fault. Yes. <laughs> I would I would love that so much. Now, where does the room stand on? Carry- Your neck uh, behind. <laughs> you go pick up some carryout. <laughs> tip jar there. Do you tip? Wait, uh, yes, I do. Yes, I, I do. do. Yeah. I tip, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. tip on carryout. Especially now, I tip on carryout a lot. Oh, yeah. and, uh, particularly yeah. when I found out that there are uh, carryout people. It's not just, uh, you know, that's their job to be the carryout person. So. Yeah. And in uh, in some I don't know this I'm is, so paranoid about my baby celebrity I I, I don't know if, money I see I, 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 don't, I don't know if it's a state law in some place some places it's not legal for the waiters to tip the cooks to share the it's complicated so yeah but if you're a guy this this guy's making millions of dollars a year and he can't throw ten bucks toward a server what a douche well and if his story adds up if he is if it's his girlfriend taking care of it he should said oh I'm sorry man my girl didn't leave you a tip I you I know. bet she never does <laughs> and this is, this goes to her shoe fund <laughs> goes right in her purse <laughs> well, where does it end though. I mean, if he give this guy hundred bucks, and then all the other servers in Kansas City see that he's a soft touch, and then he has to give everybody hundred bucks. He's not going to give anybody a hundred bucks. Yeah, probably not. Don't worry about it. All right. 
sorry. The customer is not always right. That's the biggest <laughs> lie ever. That's a fallacy, isn't it? Yeah. They just go in there and complain. Well, I needed this by today. Well, I told you. Well, when I go to a restaurant, I like to get it by today. I like that. I'm skipping to retail now. Oh, same Josh, I'm in a hurry. I've got a reservation at another restaurant. I go in for lunch. If you wouldn't mind, I'm having my third lunch at Wilson's. So please, if you would. I worked at Old Navy, and I've had people return bloody flip-flops that have been worn for years. Wasn't even the right serial number, like model at all. And they're like, these flip-flops are giving me blisters. I need to exchange them oh, for a different boy. size. Just under, your like, breath, no. under your breath, say no, a curse right. so they die, and then let them <laughs> give them their money back. That's what I do. To get rid of them, the manager said, it's not your money. As I found out working with Tom, I can top that. <laughs> I never uh, have felt more alive than the day I went to a major department store. I won't tell you which one, but they seem to be right on target with their uh, <laughs> yeah. the way they sell things. Mm-hmm. And I broke a radio getting it out of the package. I took it back in and said, this was broke when I got it out of the package. And they yeah. gave me a new one. Exemplary well, well. customer And you service. saw the movie The Ten Commandments yesterday. Do you want me to tell you, exactly do you, want me to tell you which think, commandment was going to send you to hell? I think I... I uh, Three, line, five, and eight. Line would be uh, the one. That, uh, well, unless you had sex with it, I think we're just going to limit it <laughs> no, to no, line. The technician, it was, she was pretty hot. So, <laughs> uh, I think Coming up next on the Bob and Tom Show, a French man and Pepe Le Scrotum. To two different people? We'll find out next here on the Bob and Tom Show. Obvious show. I am your host, Mr. Obvious. Let's take a call. Mr. Obvious show. Uh, hello, is this Mr. Obvious? Speaking. Uh, hi, Mr. Obvious. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Uh-huh. Please, how may I help? Well, Mr. Obvious, um, see, I bought this cabin. Uh, it's up there in uh, Frigid Falls, Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Good for you. Oh, it's it's fabulous. I got it, got it back in uh, early December. And, uh, man, it was just perfect. I, this cabin, I mean, this was my lifelong dream, you know. Now, do I detect a note of sorrow in your voice, caller? Man, you are some kind of perceptive. Did something happen to your cabin, caller, please? <clears throat> well, yeah, yeah, I guess you could say that. Uh, Mr. Obvious? Uh-huh. Somebody stole it. <laughs> Someone stole your entire cabin. Oh, apparently so, Mr. Obvious. I, I couldn't believe it. I, I went back up there this last weekend, and, uh... It was gone. Now, caller, there must be some sort of logical explanation. An entire cabin can't just disappear. Well, I wouldn't think so, but I, I sure as heck can't figure it out, Mr. Obvious. Caller, don't take offense, but are you sure you remember where your cabin is located? Oh, yes, sir, Mr. Obvious. I'm real good with directions. Uh, I, I don't know if you know this. I was a, I was a navigator in the war. Which war, caller? Uh, you know, the, the big one, the one against uh, West Vietnam. Um, ca- caller? Uh, yeah, Mr. Obvious. That, that was North Vietnam. Huh. Uh, I guess that explains the lack of anti-aircraft fire. <laughs> Please, uh, back to the cabin, caller. You went back to Minnesota this weekend. Right, right. And your cabin was gone? Uh, exactly. Did you talk to anyone up there who might have seen anything? Well, well I talked to one guy. Uh, he, he was out boating. Uh, uh-huh. He said he didn't see a thing. You said boating? Right. Is yeah. there a lake where your cabin's located? Oh, yes, sir, Mr. Obvious. Caller. Uh-huh. Did you fish at your cabin when you were there in February? Oh, I sure did, Mr. O. It was uh-huh. great. Uh-huh. Uh, caught me a big old mess of fish. You did, huh? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. All, all I did, I, I cut a hole right there in the floor of my cabin. <laughs> and uh, there, there was fish swimming down there all over the place. Uh-huh. It was great. Uh, uh, caller? 
Yeah. You cut a hole in the floor of your cabin, dropped a line, caught a fish. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, caller, did, did you see the lake in February? You know, that's the weird part, Mr. Obvious. Um, I, I didn't even know there was a lake there, you know, uh, in mm-hmm. February. Yeah. I, yeah, caller, how big was this uh, cabin of yours? Oh, it was, it was pretty small. Just just room for me and, you know, maybe one other guy, but uh, not much else. I've really. got, a, got a theory, caller. <laughs> What's that? Do you know where your uh, stupid cabin is? <laughs> well, no. That's why I was calling you to figure out where somebody would have taken my cabin. It's at the bottom of the lake, caller. You had a nice fishing cabin. You didn't cut a hole in the floor of the cabin. For Pete's sake, you cut a hole in the ice the cabin was sitting on. When the ice melted, your cabin sank. It sank? It sank. (laughs) So are you saying like it was built on quicksand or something? No, in warmer weather, water (laughs) melted. Your cabin's at the bottom of the lake. You were supposed to drag it off the ice when the weather started getting warmer. Ice fishing cabin? Yeah. Huh. Uh, I never made the connection. Yeah. Man, that's a shame. I, I just bought a brand new living room suit for the place. Join us again next time. Not to even mention the big screen TV. On the Mr. Obvious show. Goodbye. <laughs> this is the Bob and Tom show for a Monday, and this is Christopher speaking here in the Bob and Tom studios. More of our guys out for New Year's Eve this coming weekend. Al Jackson will be doing a New Year's Eve show at the Comedy Showcase in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Reno Collier on New Year's Eve will be at Tommy Gunn's Bistro, Grand Island, Nebraska. And Kostaki Economopolis will be doing Wednesday through Saturday at Acme Comedy Club in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So some more of our guys out for New Year's Eve uh, performances this coming weekend. How about a great segment here with the French man and Pepe Le Scrotum here on the Bob and Tom Show. Sitting in for Christy Lee today, it's Jess Hooker. Jess, uh, now we just heard the story about um, some, apparently, uh, there's an accusation that there are these, I guess, a bunch of underground restaurants in France. Yes. That even though things are sort of shut down, they're opening up to the elites. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, this is the worst news for France since Pepe Le Pew got canceled. <laughs> so sad, so sad. Uh, I'm still a fan. I always thought that was a funny gag. Really? Sure. I never did. I never thought that was I funny. I thought it was very clear that Mr. Yeah. Le Pew or Monsieur Le Pew was an annoying jackass right. of a master. skunk. Right. A a but uh, I guess... I don't, I don't know what message it sent to, to young girls. I always took the message that French people are creepy and weird. <laughs> a little pushy, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so. I think I took it that it, that it's a compliment, like, to to be pursued so... Uh, yeah, I wonder, <laughs> I wonder how Pepe Le Pew played in... I wonder if it was popular in France. Mm. Jess from the, reads uh, newspaper stories about stalkers. That's so sweet. Oh my god, that would be so nice. I to don't have know. Someone. If, I honestly don't know if it was popular in France because it certainly played up the uh, stereotype of the smelly Frenchman. <laughs> Nobody oh, talks yeah. about that part. And That's potential true. stalkers. She's joking. Okay. Uh, I don't have any currently. I mean, uh, taking applications. I now, uh, <laughs> so there's another even more odd story involving the French language. Yes. So uh, let me get some French music out for you. Okay. Oh, you got something oh, good. Yeah. Oh, isn't this nice? This is oh, nice. Sounds Italian to me. Yeah, let's yeah, try it. Sounds it. <laughs> not French. That's on the gondola. <laughs> is this French enough for you? That's, That's the uh, March uh, military this or whatever is, the hell it is. We are all smoking 
Fizzle of cigarettes. <laughs> la, 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 la. Our yes. women do not shave their armpits. <laughs> okay, very good. <laughs> Our, the ride on a subway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, is your French friend in there? <laughs> I'm not prepared with any material. Uh, no, all we were asking if Pierre was there. Oh, yeah. But of course, I sleep on your couch, I eat your cheese, I kiss your wife. Oh, it's good to see you, Pierre. Pierre, Pierre, Hardon. Hardon. Pierre, Pierre Hardon. Why don't you do some research, Pierre? We'll uh, move over and. Uh, so, what's the story now? If someone from France can fail Quebec's French test for immigrants. Quebec. <laughs> Have you I ever disagree. met that person? You see, you fail. Is that true? <laughs> yes. There are That's how they say it up there? Oh, yeah. there are just people. Quebec, that, yeah. So, Quebec. then why don't we say Paris then? Some people do. What do you say, <laughs> snot face? What do you say? Uh, oh, this is really... This I'm an is, adult having a conversation. This has gotten incredibly problematic in uh, broadcasting. Oh. Oh, yeah, it's a thing for sure. Uh, when you, Especially when you have correspondence and... Mm-hmm. Guatemala. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I get it. You're from there. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, let's... Well, well if they're from there, they have every right I, to put on stuff. Hey, look, I get it. You're yeah. from. You're the kind of guy that would tell someone they're pronouncing, it's actually, it's not Chagrin Falls, you ignoramus. <laughs> there are neighborhoods in Cleveland. Every person should know how to pronounce them, you That's idiot. right. It's Lima, Ohio, not Lima. Okay. In, um, in uh, Montreal, they are extraordinarily... Uh, what is the word? Francophone, whatever. It, yeah, you, if, you you can't. The law. They it's, sure are. It's, it's the total fascist thing. You can't have a sign in English bigger than the sign in French. It's it's really crazy. Hmm. And and uh, to us, but <laughs> no, I just thought it was really hostile when I was there. It's not a friendly. <laughs> it's not the friendliest city I've ever been to. No, oh, really? Yeah, I thought it was very hostile. Yeah, <laughs> but we, we heard you the first three times. <laughs> So if someone from France can qu- fail Quebec's French test for immigrants, how hard is it for a non-Francophone to pass? Johan Flamen, 39. Flamen. 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 Johan Flamen. French guy. I more tongue. A truck driver from France moved to Quebec in 2018. Last year, he took the French language test. We come from France. Administered by the Department of Immigration frankization and integration Ooh, yeah frankization he's spoken huh? only french his entire life much to his surprise when he took the test more than a year ago he flunked how is this possible he sacre blew it <laughs> <laughs> i'm laughing at everything chicks reaction time <laughs> Oh, the, the phone is barely ringing. God, I hope this has something to do with it. Hello, Bob and Tom Show. Oh, it's the other phone. Oh, Answer I'm line sorry. one. Wrong line. Hello, Bob and Tom Show. Hey, bonjour. Comment allez-vous with you? It is me, Pepe Le Scrota. Pepe, oh, Pepe Le Scrota. Oh, I hear you talking about all the big changes here in France. Oh, yeah. oh sure. Yeah, sure. Now, are you going to any of these underground restaurants? Oh, you know, Tom, it is so romantic and delicious to go to these places. But the main reason I'm calling is because they've gotten rid of the Pepe Le Pew. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was a big fan. I, I, I thought it was fairly obvious that it was supposed to be a joke, but people just can't take a joke. Oh, that that was a joke? <laughs> well, yeah, you know, because the, every invariably there'd be a, a white stripe of paint that would go on the on the kitty cat. And oh, you'd be surprised how often this happens. Does oh, it? really? Oh, really? yes, I've seen it happen time and time again. I <laughs> thought this was a documentary about a very, very touching romantic fellow. <laughs> oh, I thought it was so clearly bizarre and, and ultra humorous that people would see that it was supposed to be just ultra for fun. Humorous. <laughs> you. Hilarious. Oh, we know comedy over here in France. Come on. Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. Jerry, Jerry Lewis, Lewis is Jerry here, Lewis, right? freaking hilarious. Oh. Yeah. 
yeah. Oh, but not everything is getting so crazy now with this uh, Mondu movement and everything. <laughs> oh. Yes. The, so, you know, the, the Jessica, the Jessica is there? Yes. Uh, yes, Rushy's over there. Bonjour, comment allez-vous? Huh? <laughs> oh, he's really laying it on. Uh, I understand you have no stalkers at the moment. Is <laughs> <laughs> your application? Yeah. I'll send you an email. Well, you know, I am quite romantic. I think you like this. I will always light your cigarette for you. Oh, thank oh, you. She doesn't smoke. She doesn't smoke? <laughs> what sort of woman does not smoke? Uh, One who wants to live a little. <laughs> uh, Jess, do you have a little French in you? Uh, no, no, I don't. Would you like some? <laughs> <laughs> How are you? Uh, yes, uh, 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 don't worry. If you do not speak French, you only need to know these three words. Thank you, Pepe Lascrotum. Yes. Hey, Jess. Yes. Speaking of French people smelling bad. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> would you send me some of your socks? <laughs> oh, that's a little creepy. Oh, yeah. You know what? I will, far. actually. Uh, I will. Okay, yeah. Thank you. Boy, is there a market for that? Oh, I'm oh, telling you. What do you yes. mean? I've been on this for a long time. I would quit my job tomorrow if I had no morals. And I would just mail dirty clothes socks? to people. Everything. Oh, yes. I know there was All a thing it. about underwear, but socks? Socks, yeah. underwear, I absolutely. have a friend who can get up to $100 for a pair of underwear. I would guess that it's probably more for socks than for uh, underwear. But you have to, some of them you have to show you taking the socks off. Yeah, they want to see you jogging yes. in them first. Yeah. And, yeah. All the a stuff. certificate of authenticity, if you will. Yes. Where are all these creeps getting so much money to spend on internet panties that they're getting that are pre-worn? Well, Willie, they don't have to pay rent because they're in their mother's basement. You just offended one of our listeners. <laughs> one? You, so you offended one of your castmates. They're not, they're not dating much either. Oh! <laughs> Just hmm. be glad when you woke up this morning you didn't think, boy, I sure wish I could hmm. hope that FedEx package comes with those soiled panties. Yeah. Yep. You're not doing that. Well, today's the but day. what if you have to wake up and go, i got to do four dozen socks today. I just don't have it in me. I can't. That's the easiest money anyone can ever make. But, I, but he's right, though. No matter what it is that you do, there are days you don't want to do it. Oh, sure, of course, yeah. The yeah. wildest one I've seen is um, pulling out eyelashes or eyebrows and putting them in an envelope and shipping them to a guy. How what? about Boy, that? Yeah. Really, God had a couple days off. Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> Most people were born. <laughs> okay, what I miss? What happened to the what happened? What happened? What, what happened to the gene pool? He's doing what? <laughs> Sprinkling eyelashes on his spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, Peter! Get in here. If it, if somebody if a woman wanted your worn underpants how much would it cost i was a guy was going to sell mine but then everybody said well you have to do it for charity and so i was like i'm out if i can't keep the money here yep. we go. I would <laughs> you do, guys have to call me out on this I stuff. Would do, <laughs> how much would it cost how much would uh I, I would sell it for how much a three pack of the boxers that i wear costs because that way i'm coming out of this on top get rid get rid of one pair i got three coming my way no, yeah you see, gotta make a profit no you Free gotta shipping? here's what you gotta do start the bidding there's where it starts. How much would you pay? Let us know. We had a, a gentlewoman a woman write in saying that she would buy, buy my boxers for like 250 bucks. No way. Yeah. But she insisted to go to charity. Nah. Ugh. No. That, that's where she draws the line, not buying used underpants, but where the money goes. That's right. Well, I think she was trying to leave a shred of dignity on the table for you. 
<laughs> I think she was really thinking of you. I, I was really going to soil them up for her, too. Are you oh, telling me that so if somebody offered you a thousand bucks for the underwear, probably soiled, that you're wearing right now, you it's wouldn't mail it to them? This is a brand new, clean pair of underwear. It's all probably dusty from all of the. Do you wash your underwear before you uh, wear them? Yes. What do you mean, no? Of course I do. <laughs> Are you still doing the bathing suit style underwear? Sort of a polyester situation? Is that what you have down there? I have, ex- I have the one pair of underwear, I, or I've got a multiple. <laughs> Well, well, that's weird. Or underwear. What one, do you mean bathing one, suit? It's like a bathing suit liner has underwear. They're briefs. They're like, yeah, it's like a briefs, but it's it's made out of like, it's not cotton. It's not like a soft white material. It's like a tight mesh? It's like a black, like <laughs> Under Armour almost. Yeah, something like this that. This is like, this is Show like a men's underwear. Boy. You got swimsuits? Oh what do you got there? Hanes probably? Oh, okay, yeah. They're almost like, um. Fruit of the Loom, like, some What are those workout shorts? Like athleisure? X officio. Yeah. It's like, my penis used to be a general, but now it's. Compression shorts. Yeah, compression. That's what you call Oh, compression. Shorts. Boxer briefs, yeah, and they're made like out of ten percent cotton. Yeah, I don't know what they're. One doing. morning, let's all switch underwear. No, oh, mid I love show. this. I have depression this feels. Depression shorts. I'm guessing yours are more religious. They're holy. No, they're not. Uh, oh, oh! If, if, if one thing you—that's where you draw the line. I love getting a hole in my boxers. Love you it. do? Because then when I'm like sitting on my recliner, just in my boxers, nope. I just Hulk Hogan them off. You ever do? Just put your fingers in the hole and just go rip. You just feel like a muscle man. I thought you were. No, 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 slow down here. I, I know. I, I want to okay, sort of. Okay. I want to let this soak in. <laughs> well, they're soaked in. All right. So you're. Do you get in front of the mirror? And no, I usually just sit there and go, oh, this is satisfying. And right there in your... Uh, yeah. Something you do by yourself? Yes, yeah. No, I wait until the family's over. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you do it for the dog? Right. Or- <laughs> Rich, Has everybody it. said what they're thankful for? <laughs> Josh, what are you thinking? Okay, before you dig into your salads, everybody, everybody stay here. Watch I'm ripping off my underpants. See me when I'm angry. You eat holes from flatulence? Do I get the holes from flatulence? What? Does that no. happen? Yeah. You farted a hole in your underwear? Okay. See a doctor. Rest diet this is the rest of the show. We're talking about this. This is all we're going to talk about. I almost, I almost let her go. I was going out of bed. I think it was Jennifer Lawrence was on one of the late night talk shows, and she said she gets those, I call them F holes. F holes? No. Like, no. like on a violin. Like on a violin. F holes. Okay. Exactly. Oh, again, again, to repeat, someone needs to. I see have a never torn. I have never it's compromised impossible. the integrity of any material no, no. with any sort of emission from my body. Good lord! I'm crying. I can't. What? The heck? Oh, and he said it like he was talking about a medical problem. You know, yeah. rip a hole in your underwear when you fart. So does your you mattress know? look like it has potholes in it? <laughs> hey, what am I a gopher living in my you know, Looks like when you see the picture of the first American flag that was ever thrown together. And he's getting married. Uh, how do you light your charcoal, lace? Oh, oh boy, oh boy. Wow. Oh, okay, well. Oh my gosh. I, I thought it was a common thing. <laughs> no. It's oh, I think it's probably. I think the holes in your underwear from washing them a lot. I don't think it has anything to do with it. Just wear. Yeah. Good oh, lord. So is there a, is there like a noise level? That goes? Like you can feel it rip? Or oh, honey, that's a boxer. Burn <laughs> <laughs> it's called burn it rip. Wait a second. The pitch on that one was a little high. You must have a hole in them. Yeah, boy. <laughs> well, the Masters is when you rip up, one, you really rip one. I got to do 18. Oh,
So what, where, what were we talking about? I don't oh, the, know. Oh, so this about... guy, in, this this Frenchman moves to Quebec, takes the French test, and can't pass it. Yeah, they're that's weird. I say we replace the joke of the day with, with the whole of the day in his underwear. Now I've heard that if we were to take uh, like a civics test that um, new citizens take, oh, yeah, that most of us, us would it. fail. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. True. yeah, that's true. But this is a little different. Yes, it is the language. Uh, uh, okay, um, now. Um, I honestly thought when Josh said, I love holes in my boxers, I sit down on my recliner, he was going to say something about a scrotum getting stuck to the leather and having to peel it off. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. just... <laughs> I am a fan. Uh, Josh, Josh has a recliner with non-stick technology. Look, I, my takeaway from this discussion is that when Ace says he ripped one, yeah, he ripped one. Yeah, oh yeah, okay, yeah, that's not happened. Wow. Okay. Um, now, wow, 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 wow. You, you've heard my story, Jess, about my buddy that was. Uh, uh, Do you ever ever see those metal bunk beds? Oh yeah, the real like the ones they have at camp. Yes, and and then there's just like a canvas <laughs> thing hanging there, and they're held on with these. There's like grommets and these two these little springs that line the. Yeah, that's what they use at my kids' camp. And yeah. the spring has it has two hooks on it, and you hook it in. Do you yeah, know, we know me? what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. she yeah. said yeah. A friend of mine was sitting on one of those beds in uh, at his dorm in college, and uh, just wearing his boxers, and he sort of scooted up and jumped off the bed, <laughs> and. Um, one of those hook springs uh, removed one of his testicles. Oh, oh that is bad. Son of a gun. Yeah, he had several kids, so they were. Oh, well. it's, it's, it's so when he hits the sack, he really hits the sack. He <laughs> <laughs> hit the sack. And it was just dangling up there. Oh, no! We have lots more coming up on the Bob and Tom Show next. We revisit the famous underwear blowout. You'll hear that coming up next here on the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show on a Monday. This is Christopher speaking. Hope you had a nice Christmas weekend. The gang is off on Christmas break. They'll be back a week from tomorrow, Tuesday, January 3rd. Right now, we find out that there was an underwear blowout. Went around the room talking to everybody about their underwear and found that out. Let's check it out here on the Bob and Tom Show. Speaking of asses, before we get to um, <laughs> yeah, sports, uh, we um, learned something very interesting yesterday. Toward the end of the show, so I'd like to uh, refresh your memory. Oh, wait, wait, I have to. I woke up in the middle of the night last night laughing about it. <laughs> um, somehow <laughs> we, got on the, we got on the topic of underwear. To and, hell with this joke of the day. What, what do you do with your underwear every day? That's what I want to know. A little, and, little more information. Uh, we're doing around the horn, and uh, we, we can cut, repeat part of that. Uh, Josh, uh, you, you tend to wear what type of underwear? Boxers. Boxers. Okay. Yeah. Uh, any particular color? No, they're all kinds of colors. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That's very nice. Uh, what do you have on today? Do you know? Black. Some some kind of black, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm wearing my standard black underwear. I wear the same every day from Ex Officio. Oh, how about that? Which is, I'm not that sure. That sounds what. regal, almost uh, despotic. Is that a word? <laughs> it is, uh, but okay. uh, not properly used. It's, uh, the, it's the least comfortable underwear of, of all time. You gotta oh. go. Uh, you got to go wool. I found wool. No, I don't yeah. want 98% wool. It's readable. 
This is vinyl underwear. Yeah, Tom, really? You're, you're, they're almost compression shorts, aren't they? Uh, no, they're they're uh, I don't know what they are. They're um, here's the thing, Tom. And I got they're, they're black, and they, then I, I I lace them with white powder. Tom and I have the same problem. <laughs> <laughs> we have to wear boxer briefs to get that thing under control. You can't oh, have it whipping God. around. All These are really that. just standard briefs. <laughs> Did you hear him say lace with white powder like a drug dealer on Starsky and Hutch? Lace. <laughs> lace it with white powder. Okay, Huggy Bear. I step on it with man. I've got I've got. My foot powder and my uh, body powder. Will you leave right. your powders alone? <laughs> no. You got a powder. As Joni Mitchell said, these uh, pills and powders that get us through this passion play. Yeah, that's a uh-huh. yeah. 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 I mean, in the original video, you'll see uh, Ms. Yeah. Mitchell uh, taking uh, some gold powder well, and there was, shoving was it down her with, pants. With odor there, I'm guessing. Oh, my God. Well, she's a hippie. Okay, come on. Yes, yeah, we all stink. She's a, a lot of patchouli. <laughs> One of the few geniuses in contemporary music. Uh, let's see. So, Willie, you've got on boxers. Music only dogs. Yeah, I wear boxers. I wear a color. Black or gray, I think. Not by design. That's just the two kinds that I that you I got. You didn't ask me. I have boxer briefs. Do you there. understand what going around the horn means? We're going in a specific order that I'm in charge of. I'm sorry. Such a Mr. <laughs> Mr. Godwin. Oh, <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Dare I, I ask what kind of underpants they sell wear, at the pawn uh, shop? I wear two pair. At case, the same time? In case I go golfing. And I get a hole in one. There you go, Ace. <laughs> oh, my That's how you God. work together, Hall and Oates. I cannot wait till this comedy duo gets on the road. Oh. Boy. This reminds me of how I got, I got hooked up with Tom. Hey, hey Pat, Ace, yeah. you guys are going to have a really successful radio show, but you're going to have to work together. <laughs> That's right. Chick, could you imagine Godwin, Godwin and Cosby on the road and the commercial is just Pat going, hey, Come see Godwin and Cosby. It's not that Cosby. I swear. It's not. I swear. It's not Ace. It's another Cosby. Now, uh, where were we? Oh, uh, we were going around the... Uh, Jess Hooker, you don't have to answer this question. Do you wear... Uh, uh, you, you mentioned uh, occasionally you wear uh, men's underwear, but there's a, now the, um, a ladies' brand of... Men. What is it again? Yes, there's a ladies' brand of boxer briefs. They're called Waxers. They're called what? Waxers. Like boxers, but oh, with a w. For, uh, w. Okay. Yeah, and then there's Tomboy X, which is the other okay. brand that I wear. But it de- it depends. I cycle through what <laughs> okay. different kinds. What I, I have lots of choices. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but uh, do you remember what you have on today, by chance? Yes, or? I have uh, a flesh colored. Thong? <laughs> I do, I do, oh, I do. Well, thank you, you for go. being honest. Yeah, oh, I do. Now be honest a little slower. It's <laughs> an old-fashioned flesh thong. Oh, yeah. Anybody got a cigarette? Oh, man, I'm done, right? Oh, boy. All right, let's see. <laughs> That's the music I want to hear when they're talking dirty. A little cool in the gang, yeah. Oh, would you want something a little more pornographic? Maybe. <laughs> little seventies porn How did music. This ever start? This is some producer's idea of sex music, right? Seventies yeah. porn. Remember a few years ago at every sportscast when they'd read the scores, they'd have what sounded like Eddie Van Halen jamming under I think everything. They still, they still do it. They, <laughs> oh, you, you will still. Hear it should that. be illegal. I just please stop it. Just it, read the scores. They play the they play fish during NFL games sometimes, and oh, it sure. totally throws me off. <laughs> fish. They play the Strokes. That always throws me off. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the Strokes. Yeah. So the point is, we were discussing underwear. I told you, and he didn't ask me, and you went around the. I have not finished. Yeah, what do you wear, pal? (laughs) What do you wear, chick? Smart wool. (laughs) That's right, smart wool. They're light, they're breezy, 
They're anti- naturally antimicrobial. That's your wool, Tom. You got to get on this. Box I give you mouth, the mothballs. I, uh, <laughs> I love that soup. I have a mothball soup. Yeah, I love that. Black pear, gray pear, camo okay, so, pear. Okay. So here's the place we're going. Well, we were having this discussion about underwear. Ace, um, in the most sincere manner, <laughs> stated that uh, when he experiences excessive flatulence, it blows holes through his underpants. Over time. Over time. Okay, well, you the, left that detail The composition of the gas that apparently. almost makes it worse. <laughs> it's not a, not it one worse. worse. <laughs> yes, okay. So, the, so uh, farting again and again and again <laughs> finally eats away at your filthy underwear. So uh, maybe we need a chemist. Would, would the buildup of a methane, as Willie points out, should there be a sort of a shart moment, would that cause the fabric to, uh, when you wash it, uh, I think break we're, up easier? I, we're dancing around the one word we all want to use, and that causes rot in the clothes, moisture. Mm-hmm. That's got to be present. Uh, okay, here's the thing. I've I've done lots of laundry over the years. <laughs> Me too. And sure. men's underwear wears in that spot where your butt is, basically, a lot faster than women's does. So, right? wait a minute. You're taking Mr. Cosby's side on no, this? No, I just don't know. I don't know why. There was it, a famous actress that. on TV one night. Oh, my God. And she said she had that. I don't know. I, I, okay, I've never, I've never, I've never had a pair Jennifer of underwear. Lawrence, right? yeah, please tell me it was Kirstie Alley, because oh. I'd, I'd believe one of hers would blow through, would blow through, would blow through armor. Oh, <laughs> yes, uh, she's got chainmail underwear, and Kirstie blew all through it. Cheers. Uh, okay, now Pat, <laughs> Pat, I, I know that uh, Ace has been talking about his uh-huh. boxers and the holes, and uh, you've been working on boxers. Some, some music. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do we have all the tools? in our toolbox um not yet sorry <laughs> okay, uh, okay. Uh, perhaps we do i don't know i was actually not paying attention um, i wasn't paying attention <laughs> that's what our leader in quotes just said wait Ace, did you say you're not wearing boxers are they briefs yeah briefs oh if there's a compression element to this yeah, then i, I totally see how the farts could no, no if there's a compression element you guys no, i, I I, I, yeah, no, I, I it's no. it's just from wear and uh, washing. Yeah, it's, no. it's not from your farts. I think there's I, we got to get a chemist on the phone that understands the the technology of fabric. I think Ace may have something here. It may be a combination of methane and no. moisture. And God knows Ace is famous for eating incredibly hot food. So Josh, once again, you're wrong. Okay, that doesn't carry over to eat. We got a song or Pat, please. Ace Cosby is our engineer. And he's always telling jokes at Tommy G's insistence. There's a joke a day, in spite of protests. Still Acey jests, Chick shakes his head at most of them, but Acey does his best. Ace Cosby says his boxers have been ruined by his gas. They are full of holes and shredded from his toxic flatulence. They're mutilated when he cuts one in his cheapness and his shame. I am farting, I am farting, only the waistband still remains. Lie, la, lie. Lie, 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 lie. Has to be a lie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! More great stuff coming up on the Bob and Tom Show this morning, including Josh going to a buffet and Saturday Night Live alumnus Kevin Nealon in studio. 
We'll have that coming up for you in just a little bit. But coming up next, Nip Lips, Pat's Paul Lind impression, and Pete LeCock. It's all coming up next here on the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back. This is the Bob and Tom Show for a Monday. This is Christopher speaking. The gang is back a week from uh, tomorrow, Tuesday, January 3rd. So be around for that as they get back live. But a lot of great stuff coming up today and this week. Right now, a segment about nip lips. And we'll get Pat's Paul Lind impression coming up in this segment. Uh, Sports intern Chick McGee handling the sports (laughs) duties today. Um, Ace Cosby is our ace engineer. He's also the proprietor of the Ace Cosby joke of the day. Sitting in for Josh, Jess Hooker is here with her poofy hair today, but unfortunately she's wearing headphones, so the poof is now just a poof. Christy Lee. Uh, No, your hair looks really nice, but the headphones. Maybe you should get those headphones that come up from the bottom. Oh, okay. I love it when we get the really vain comedians that come in. I'm do talking, this. of course, about Drew Hastings. Yes, that do that so their poofy hair stays poofy. Uh, yeah. Drew's hair is very meaningful to him. Uh, Christy Lee's right next to me. Hair is meaningful to you, whether you want to admit it. Or I'm not. over it. The no, Navy, the, the, the Navy Federal Credit Union news desk is uh, womaned by Christy Lee, and then over there in the corner, it's uh, Patty G. Hey. Pat Godwin, who uh, portrayed the role of uh, was it Vito? I was Tony and Tony Kenny. and Vito and Kenny. Yeah, I thought you were Billy Vito. Joel, the piano man, and uh, Tony, Tony the piano. in our previous. Piano if you're just joining us, and you missed a great moment. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. <laughs> already getting fan mail. Uh, we were discussing um, a news story from yesterday in which uh, a couple of women have formed a company in which they're hawking lipstick, and their claim is that your lipstick should be the same color as your nipples. No, it should complement your nipples. And complements. the same color. The perfect color is the same color as your nipples, is what it says. The, oh, really? The, the text of this article wow. from Tucson.com reads... The perfect color of lipstick for a woman is the Just same color that. as her nipples. That's the, that's the text. <laughs> well, I can show you the colors that they suggested for me. So you went through this, you got the app, and I did, did the whole it. thing. You know what? And I did my left and my right, and I had two different suggestions. So well, that's interesting. So you're like going to be like the like Haywood and wear a different sock on each foot <laughs> <laughs> because he's wacky. So you're going to have like a a beige nipple and a mauve nipple or whatever. I guess tequila sunrise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's, the 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 of, that's the name of that's the name of lipstick. That yeah, that's the name of the lipstick. So you don't apply this to your nipples. No, no. you apply. No, it that's to your why lips. it's called lipstick. If you applied it to your nipples, <laughs> it'd be nipstick. Nipstick. Which I think is uh, I think that this has to be a growing industry. Maybe yeah. I Maybe. think there actually is nipstick. There is nipstick. Yeah, dipstick. Oh. Yeah, there's rouge for your nipples. Yeah, rouge. Really, mm-hmm. really. This, I think that this may be a market we should get into. Why? Well, what? Co- what colors would you make? Forget about color. We'll put CBD oil in it and get get people thinking that that works. Yeah, because that heals everything. Ladies, are you depressed? You know what you need? You need <laughs> CBD oil on your nipples. Uh, you apply it, do with, it. You apply it with your boyfriend's mouth. <laughs> See, this is a great guy. I'm, you could just... gone. You could have gone four or five different ways, and your mouth is the least objectionable. I think. <laughs> Yep, you use rouge on your nipples. It's, it used to be back in the olden days that the sex workers would use that, but there Working are people Working on that... a sex farm, <laughs> I'm a sex worker. Sex worker. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't know there was, what do you call it, nipple rouge? Nipple rouge, or they make... call it... Oh, okay, I was just making that up. Nipple I, blush? I had no idea. No? Well, you could call it that, I guess, I guess. but... Usually, it's a liquid. The have liquid you ever heard of any of your friends doing that? No, I've never heard of anyone. Wouldn't that stain your shirt? 
I would think. Probably. Well, Maybe you a, don't put it on under a shirt. You put it on before your... Your bra. Or, encounter. What? No, what? Well, well, you're already naked. What? I mean, to you, highlight that area what? for no, your Just, oh, just a second, I've honey. I've never had sex. I don't know what's <laughs> yeah, going on. Just a second, honey. Hang on to that thing. I need better light on here to apply my nipple rouge. You know what? Yes. As, a, as a rule... <laughs> You probably shouldn't yell out anything and end it with thing. During, hey, hang on to that thing, will you? I don't think. They're going to go, what? Oh, wow. So, um, there we go. But you did try this, Jess. And- I did, and it was, it, it, like Christy said yesterday, it was a color that I would have chose for myself anyway. So For your lipstick. Yeah. So, well, they- so, but now, is, I did, and they are actually selling the lipstick, right? They are. Yeah, but yeah. they only have eight colors. That's what pisses me off. Yeah, that's- Do you know how many colors of, of nipples, nipples there are? I, this is, let's, let's see this <laughs> no, survey. Everyone I only think there's. I, I think Everybody, there's only like uh, there's only like four colors in nipples. No, right? I'm pretty sure. No, the, the pretty shades sure, of human skin Pat, don't are you think, uh, about incredibly varied. Mocha, yeah, mocha, yeah. light mocha, burnt sienna, burnt sienna. That's and, one of my colors. Uh, and pink. No, I have another question. Burnt sienna this was is, one of This the is a valid question. Uh oh. I do know that they can move your nipples. Yes. In certain surgical procedures, yes. but I'm asking this seriously. Do women ever get them? Uh, what's the word? Uh, with I guess ta- tattooed. Yes, they do get them tattooed, mm-hmm. and so usually so it's for a reconstruction. Okay, yeah. but, but yes. But do, do they ever get it done for cosmetic reasons to Probably, make them? I don't know. Oh, yeah, maybe darker. Or, sure. Yeah, absolutely. The same way that they do their eyebrows, they tattoo eyeliner. Uh, now I'm, we can segue from our. It's sports time. Last night in the NBA at the Utah Jazz game against the Los Angeles Lakers, LeBron James, uh, to put it mildly, traveled, and I know this is the video, but. Uh, it's an amazing travel, Tom. First of all, what the hell's Utah doing with the uh, color jerseys they're wearing now? I, I don't, don't know. What's that all? It, about? it looks like a bad Houston Astros uh, color palette from the wow. from the seventies. But now, see, uh, let me know if it's run. Is it running now? No, no, no. not yet. No, not yet. Okay. How many steps did he take? What well, you, in the NBA, what, you're see allowed, if you what, can spot. See if you can spot when he travels. Okay, one, two. Oh three. my god! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that. Uh, that would be called at a junior me? high school game. And yeah. they didn't call that? They did not call that. Wow. Not only does he walk with the ball while holding it, he picks up his dribble and then starts his dribble again. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a travel. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I think your description is, is very correct. He's dribbling the ball. He yep. stops. He stops, holds it. Takes a couple of steps, yeah, holding, holding the ball, the ball. Holding the starts ball, dribbling again. Starts dribbling again. Fundamentals, yeah. LeBron. And the Jazz, like, both hands, what the hell? The referee didn't say a word. Did they lose the game? Uh, no, they did not. They the won. Jazz won? Nope, the uh, the Lakers won. Oh. No, so the nice. Lakers did not lose the game. Well, that's what I for meant. For something for a change. Why don't they just get rid of that rule? I mean, it happens every game. What, no traveling? Yes. Well, then they'd, people would just be walking around. I know, but they let them walk around anyway. They let them walk around anyway, that's true. Something Christmassy? What? NBA refs, oh. <laughs> are you listening? Hey-o. In lane, the sweat is glistening. Yeah, LeBron, LeBron James has the ball, not dribbling at all, walking, and the refs don't make the call. <laughs> oh, that's sort of sweet. Oh, oh, oh. oh well, it's LeBron. He can do whatever he wants. You can't call a foul, He's or adorable. LeBron will bristle. <laughs> He plays in L.A., not in the yay whistle. Everyone. <laughs> yay. Bay Area. I can't whistle. Can't. Walking in, the refs don't make the call. No, that's, that's lovely. I love whistle. Oh, let me take a look. Uh, hello, Bob and Tom Show. 
Hey, Bob and Tom, it's Sir Charles. Hey, Sir Charles Barkley. How are you, Sir Charles? <laughs> Man, the NBA may have reached an all-time low with LeBron last night. Yeah, I know. They didn't call him. Bob and Tom, I've been on cruise ships that didn't travel that far. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that was so bad, LeBron going to have jet lag today. Yeah. He basically walked to 5K. Uh-huh. So many steps, blew up a Fitbit. And, Brian, you in the NBA, you're going to walk that far. At least go check on your side piece. And referees, how do you miss that call? These refs are worse than the prison guards who were watching Jeffrey Epstein. All right, it's breakfast time. Let's eat. Let's see. I'm like some Jeffrey Epstein humor. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's funny. Uh, <clears throat> um, back to the uh, back to the Omaha Steak Sports Desk. St. Petersburg Mayor Rick Kreisman says the can't go wrong with Kreisman. Uh, says the city will not allow the Tampa Bay Rays to pursue a plan to split home games between new stadiums in St. Petersburg and Montreal. Christman informed the city council in a memo, memo yesterday. He and the team agreed with the best path, past, best path forward. I haven't had a shot yet. Is to abide by an existing contract that requires the Rays to play at Tropicana Field through the year 2027. Of course, they signed that during the housing, the heady housing days of the when, Rays. When people, the Rays are here, man. This is great. When people this, were attending. This will never go bad. Uh, principal owner Stuart Sternberg has been trying to get support for a replacement to Tropicana Field for nearly 10 years. He envisions building two open-air stadiums to house the team as a viable solution. Why well, doesn't he write a check? I, I, that's not the way they do it, Tom. They ask, they they hold the city hostage, and then the city doesn't. Uh, that's not they yeah. they move it. Yeah, there's homeless guys pooping in city hall stuff. Hey, look, we're building a stadium. Shut up. Uh, USC is. I decided, think it's a good idea to split. Uh, that's all. Too of course many, you do. Well, there are too many home games. Why not split it up? That, that makes sense to me. Hmm. Either that, or just send it to Montreal. You know, send them. Go back to the, the Expos old uniforms. Man, those were great. <laughs> I don't remember them. What they look like? They're the red, white, and blue with the weird. Oh M. yeah, remember yeah, that? yeah. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, but everything had to be done in French. Yeah. It was super annoying. Yeah. I remember. Well, it's Canada. Wasn't was <laughs> the, the, the thing that he lived Le Louisville Slager? <laughs> super annoying. Wasn't Pete Lecoq on the Montreal Expos? Yes. Do you know who his dad is? <laughs> the Toronto Blue Jays. No, who is his dad, Tom? No, seriously. I'm, I'm this asking. isn't a joke. Oh, I'm, I don't know. Ace, you, you should know. Big this Daddy Lecoq. Pete Lecoq's father Dick? is. <laughs> Really? We're going down. We're going down vulgar road. Is that, is that how you do this? How dare you, yeah. Christy? Really? Pete Lecoq's father is uh, known as Peter Marshall. Peter the game Marshall. show host. Game show host. Nope, he was a frontier lawman. Peter His Marshall. Real name is. He kept things in check. And Peter Marshall, I believe, is still alive, and he is well into his nineties. He's still alive, the yeah. game show host? Man, I don't Here we go. Know. Yep, he, he sure knows? is. Match game. Hollywood Squares? His real name is... Was it Hollywood Squares or Match Game? His Both. real name is uh, Ralph Pierre Lecoq. <laughs> All that's right. unfortunate. Boy, that's his name is Peter <laughs> Lecoq. <laughs> sounds like the other name they were going to call Pepe Le Pew until <laughs> the censor stuff. Like, this, this sounds like a Dick Hitswater <laughs> thing. Hi, this is Dick Hitswater sitting in for Peter Lecoq. Uh, yeah, he, uh, was, uh, he turns 93. Wow. wow. Holy hell. And he was born in Huntington, West Virginia. And Circle gets the... Yeah. And his uh, his son is Pete Lecoq, the baseball player. There you go. Well, Let's go to Paul Lind in the center square. Who's going to play the part of Peter Marshall? Uh, Chick is. Uh, 
Paul, um, ask me why. Uh, uh, why is it called the Sistine Chapel? Uh, Paul. <laughs> yes. Why is it called the Sistine Chapel? Because it's right next to the Fifteenth Chapel. <laughs> <laughs> Would have been funnier with an accent. <laughs> it's right next to the Fifteenth Chapel. No, I'm, no it's I'm Paul Lynn. Oh, sorry. Jeez. Not even paying attention to your own. No, no over, I'm over here researching. He's a uh, Lecoq history over there. Yeah. You're the one that Ask brought me up. Ask why motorcyclists wear leather. Hey, Paul. Yes. Uh, why do mo- motorcyclists wear leather? Because chiffon wrinkles so easy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. Now that was that was the Paul Lind accent. Thank you. Was, no. He did the first time. You Listen to the tape. Let's okay, go back to get the tape. Before. Okay, fine. Uh, circle gets uh, the square. That's that how that works again. Uh, Clay yes. Helton, evidently, his uh, firing has been greatly exaggerated. Uh, they're decided to extend the head coach's four and a half year tenure uh, atop uh, the uh, West Coast. How come it's tenure if you're only getting four and a half? And uh, tenure mean forever? <laughs> ten years. Uh, ten years. One less than eleven. I thought years, tenure so. meant forever. Yeah. Why do they call it tenure, Paul? In because <laughs> it's one less than eleven years. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up next on the Bob and Tom Show, we'll revisit a segment from 2020 with Saturday Night Live alumnus Kevin Nealon in studio. It's next on the Bob and Tom Show. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back. This is Christopher in the Bob and Tom Studios. We were pretty excited when we had a visit in studio back in 2020 from Saturday Night Live alumnus Kevin Nealon here on the Bob and Tom Show. Happy to be here. We've just been joined by Kevin Nealon, comedian who apparently got the memo that it was flannel shirt day. Oh, wow, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now I feel bad that I'm the only one not wearing one. You've got one? Yeah, not put it on. bringing it up again. Just put it on. Christy brought it in. and Look how, look how he picks it up. <laughs> oh, he can't take it. He picks it up like he's holding a diaper. Like it's a, a brand diaper. new shirt. I washed it. That's not a very sh- big shirt. It looks like it's a child's small. It's it has, an extra large. It has one It has one pocket, so I'm out. Uh, rip off a sleeve for uh, me. Okay. Uh, that's uh. that's the voice of Alex Cuman. Kevin Nealon has just joined us. Uh, Give me that shirt back. I am so excited to be here, Tom. I was outside watching you guys on the feed, and uh-huh. I said the same thing. It must be Flannel Shirt Day, because I got mine on, too. <laughs> yes. Was that just by chance? And you know what the hotel I'm staying at? There's a hunter's convention, so everyone's got flannel and camel, uh, camouflage. It's camouflage flannel shirts. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a nice shirt. Yeah. Wow. Um, good to see you, Kevin. Long time no see. Oh, We've talked gosh. to you many times since yeah. uh, you were on this program way before you were on Saturday Night Live. That's right. I remember that. That's right. Back this, in the before day. I was, went to middle school, I was on this show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you and I are the exact same age. So oh, okay. <laughs> nothing will be revealed. <laughs> you, right. This radio station, I mean, this is you guys are all over. I know you're worldwide on the uh, Arms Forces Network, but you're also um, everywhere in the United States, too. Lots of places. Happy to be, happy to be there. And I'll you're be, on the TV all the time. I'm on the TV, yeah. And Man with a Plan is back. It's back in February, fourth season. It's a show with, on CBS with Matt LeBlanc. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you know Tommy Jonigan, our friend? Uh, Tommy, he, I love Tommy. I was just uh, He just did my show the other night. I do a show at the Laugh Factory once a month in uh, L.A. It's called New Material Night. Oh, and, no, Tommy's doing stand-up again? <laughs> oh, <laughs> back to <the> game. <laughs> he was, he took a few years off to write yes. on, the, on the show I'm on. And uh, and creating other shows, and now he's going back into stand-up. He's really good. Oh, he's oh. he's one of the best. Yeah, we've known him as a stand-up for many years. Yeah, since he was a baby. He's a little baby comedian. Baby comedian. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. In fact, the reason I'm on the show I'm on now is because of Tommy. Really? Tommy wrote a pilot a couple of years ago. I forget the name of it, but 
believe it or not, I played his father. Can you believe that? It should be the other way around. But um, <laughs> so we all, uh, we all, you know, we had a good time doing it, and Tommy played the lead, and um, and the show didn't get picked up. But CBS saw uh, Tommy and liked his writing, and also they liked me from that show. So when this Matt LeBlanc show came along, they remembered me, and they said, "Yeah, let's bring him in." So I did a chemistry. I had to do a chemistry read with Matt LeBlanc, and I came right from the dentist. Oh, from that. So half of my face was numb, <laughs> you know. But I had to. I had to be there. So I. By the time I get there, I've kind of crammed the lines into my head, and I'm in a side room, you know, where the producers are off off to the side. And Matt LeBlanc comes in. I've never met him before. It's Joey. Yeah, you know, sure. It's Tribbiani. <laughs> And he comes in and he goes, hey, how you doing? And I said, I said oh, that's that line. Yeah. He was hitting on you. He goes, yeah, how you doing? Yeah, right. How you doing? I, I found out since then he doesn't like that at all. Oh. You don't, don't bring that up with him. It's like saying dino to the wrong guy. <laughs> well, one day, we had a, uh, one day we had a little face-off where I kept going, how you doing, Tim? And he kept going, we want to pump you up. <laughs> Yeah. So, so I do the uh, I, the chemistry. We do a, a run through with him, you know, and we're doing our lines. And then he leaves, and he goes into the other room. And he told me later, the producers asked him. They said, "How did he do? How was he?" He goes, "You know, he's pretty good, but I think he might have had a stroke because you know from the Novocaine." <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow! I just what come is, from the dentist, so you know. What is the right classic? Is it is it ten? Is that the movie? Where Dudley, Dudley Moore's been to the dentist and oh yeah 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 is that great scene he's trying with Bo to, Derek yeah, yeah with Bo <laughs> Derek and he's like what drinking tea or something and it's hotter and so he's his whole face is yeah oh. you know I had that happen to me recently and I do you know what Tom you mentioned ten and I would say seventy five percent of the country now has never heard of that movie oh sure oh yeah oh I can top that I think Second that's way low oh here we go I, I can top that. Um, <laughs> Today we had a sad death in the. Why would you want to talk about that? <laughs> because Kevin and I are the same age, so when he was a five-year-old boy, he probably was listening and watching this TV show. Remember that? I sure do, man. As a little kid, little kid. Yeah, there was a lot of brill cream in that hair. Yeah, yeah kooky, and there was the song That's a kooky. Crazy finger snap, too. It is good. They got the same guy that did the Adams Family. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. First call, finger snap. He was a session snapper. Yeah. That guy was in big demand back then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, Theodore the, Thumbs uh, Johnson. Uh, <laughs> the funny thing is, it probably was the same guy. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. There's a small group of people that do that stuff. Yeah, the uh, kooky. Uh, Ed Burns, Ed, E-D-D, not Ed Burns, the younger filmmaker. That's right. Right. Awful confused. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. Never confused. Never confused. Yeah. Because as you pointed out, it's like mentioning Bo Derek and Ten. It's, it's just gone. <laughs> that was kind of a cultural milestone. And then That's poof. iconic, her on the beach there or whatever. Yeah. But it's pretty much gone away. I think Kevin is right. That braided yeah, no, yeah. hair that everybody got in the Bahamas. Yeah. You saw that for years after. You know, um, I live in Los Angeles, and... I've never looked for 77 Sunset Strip. I wonder if there is an address there. <laughs> oh. I need to know where to leave uh, flowers. Yeah. <laughs> well, every once in a while, something will happen. We had a story a couple days ago. Uh, the In Br- the Bronx, the stairway used in Joker yeah. is now being inundated by fans. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm sure 70 years ago, whatever it was, or 60 years <laughs> ago, they were, they were taking t- pictures t- at 77 Sunset Strip. <laughs> More inundated, though, than the uh, Exorcist staircase in Georgetown? Mm-hmm. They yeah. mentioned that in the that article. Was, yeah, yeah. I wonder, I wonder which one is more famous. And the Rocky yes. statue. Yes. Those are sort of the iconic. 
And also there's staircases in uh, L.A. and Los Feliz where um, I think it was um, Abbott, no, Abbott and Costello. Oh, the famous piano. Oh, the piano, yeah, yeah, the, the piano. Uh, music uh, box. Yeah. yeah. Who was that? Was Laurel and Hardy. Laurel and Hardy, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So there's a I'd lot of famous staircases out there, but no famous escalators. No, there sure aren't. Yeah. Except for maybe um, Miracle on 34th Street and Macy's. Oh, right. Is that an escalator? That's a wooden, it was a wooden escalator. Oh, yeah, God, you're, huh. I haven't seen one of those in a while. Those are cool. Yeah. But yeah. you don't want to get stuck on one of those. Oh, man. You stand there for hours. Oh, God. Yeah. 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 Wow. The wood becomes petrified. Yeah. 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 How, did, how do they get you down from there? It's a, it's a, it's a very... They don't. <laughs> Kevin Nealon is situation. our guest. When you made the transition from being a stand-up to, and, and you uh, were on Saturday Night Live, for example, when you would do the weekend update, because you did that for several years, did you sit in the writer's room with everybody, or was that... How did that work? First of all, when you say when you made the transition, I got scared for a minute. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Formerly <laughs> <laughs> got me confused. Formerly Alice Nealon. <laughs> You're thinking of EDD. <laughs> um, no, I, well, here's what happened, Tom. That's a good question. The writers typically didn't like to write for Weekend Update because it wasn't glorifying. You know, nobody on Monday would around the water cooler would say, hey man, who wrote that Clinton joke? You know, that was a great joke. They wanted to write characters and have really, you know, good sketches. So uh, I would I would send out um, alerts to my friends. If anybody has a joke for Weekend Update, people that weren't even on the staff, I'll pay them $50 out of my own pocket for the joke. And I was also writing, looking at the papers. And you couldn't look at the papers until like, Saturday morning because all the late night talk shows and morning radio people had covered everything that was going sure. on in the news. Right. They made all the jokes about it. So eventually, um, Lauren Michaels hired a, a writer for me. And also, before that, they put out a breakfast up in the writer's wing of 30 Rock on the 17th floor to try to entice writers to come to write Weekend <laughs> Updates. So they had a hot breakfast catered and they had newspapers all over the big table like this and AP photos because there was no Google back then. This is back in the 1900s. <laughs> <laughs> and so the only people that would come up to write would be Al Franken. Um, um, Norm MacDonald would come, come oh up because oh. he just wanted to read the paper and have breakfast, but he wouldn't write anything. <laughs> and a few of the newer writers. So that didn't really work. Uh, so the, uh, the answer is no, I, I wouldn't get into a room with a lot of writers. Hmm. But you had to come up with a bunch of stuff yourself. Yeah, I came up with a lot of stuff myself yeah, that's too. A, yeah, that's yeah. still a, one of the great formats of all time. Yes. yes. Yeah. The mm-hmm. uh, the the newscaster at the desk. Yeah. And, uh, mm-hmm. I think they've really done a great job of keeping of maintaining really strong people doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's such a, a diverse, eclectic group of people that have done it. You know, everyone from the original Chevy Chase, who I kind of emulated my uh, Weekend Update character after. To uh, Jane Curtin, to you know Tina, and uh, all the other people, you know Colin Quinn, Dennis. Yeah. Dennis was a big mainstay there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I loved it when Dennis Miller did it. He's there's something about him that just. It's kind of nice too when the Weekend Update person doesn't do sketches as well, which is what I was doing. I was doing both sketches and uh, the Weekend Update, so it was kind of unnerving. You know, after the dress show, I would go to um, the segment producer, and I would tell him which jokes that I wanted to keep in. And he was also a writer, so he liked to keep his jokes in. Oh. So <laughs> I had so much other stuff going on. I was doing sketches and, you know, learning lines. And so when I do the live uh, version of the Weekend Update, I would do it do it all. And then i go home, and the next morning I'd be laying in bed, and then, 
He didn't take that joke out. I said, take that joke out. <laughs> but he knew I was so, you know, distracted by other things that I couldn't really focus that much on it. That's why you'd be nervous. You're on, you're on Saturday yeah. night. Our guests, uh, Alex Kuman and Kevin Nealon. I wanted to ask Kevin a question about um, your career. You, you, you were on The Tonight Show when you were in your 20s. Let me think here. 30s, early 30s. Were you early 30s? Okay. Yeah. Okay. But it, when when you did that, you'd been doing stand-up, I guess, for six years? Yeah, right? about six years, yeah. Do you remember the first joke you did on The Tonight Show? Uh, I don't, I don't remember what it was. It was like 84, 85. Yeah, that doesn't help. <laughs> I'm giving you time to think. Huh? <laughs> um, yeah, but I will tell you, I almost forgot my whole act uh, while I was waiting to come out. You know, they're playing, they're coming back from the commercial, and Johnny introduces me. And the curtains open up, the band's playing, the crowd's going crazy. And as I'm walking out to my spot, totally blanked out. Oh, man. Oh. Totally blanked out. And I'm standing there not knowing my act, the opening line. And by the time the last clap was finished, it came to me, thank God. Oh, oh yeah. boy. They don't put it on cue cards? Not then, no. Wow. Oh. Now they do bullet points by the camera and stuff if you want it. But back then, yeah, you didn't. I didn't even have notes in my pocket. Oh, I, but I I knew three days before when I was going to do it for the first time. They told me that I you know I had passed and, and and they would take me on there. So from the minute they said you're doing it on Monday or whatever the day was, all I did was go over my act in my head, my five minute act all day long. I could be talking to you now. You think I'd be listening to you, but really I'm I'm doing my act in my head, <laughs> you know. And then I forgot it when I came out. Oh yeah, yeah, Ooh. yeah. yeah. But then I did, I did remember it, and then it was just a thrill, man. Just I, I remember standing out there, doing my act, and hearing the laughs. It was kind of echoey in the in the in the in, you know in the distance. I could hear it because I was so inside my head. And there were applause breaks. I could hear Johnny laughing. That had to have been amazing. Oh, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm on the Tonight Show. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they like me, they and he likes you, and he likes <laughs> yeah. me, and he invited me over for a panel afterwards. It was like oh. a dream. Nothing has ever surpassed that in my career. Saturday Night Live or Weeds, any of that stuff. Nothing gave me that thrill like that first. Uh, and I don't know if there's any shows like that now. That because that was really the only game back then, right? It was just the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson yeah. at night, and now there's of course all these other shows. You don't get that thrill with us. <laughs> no, I'm talking late night. Mornings. Mornings is the one. I'm going to talk mornings. Yeah. Okay. I, I can't even think straight right now. Right. <laughs> your ass. I said maybe later this afternoon it'll come, you'll, it'll come to you. You'll be go, wait a minute. My first joke was, oh, there it goes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you and you've been working on that that set of what is it? Five minutes, six minutes for five minutes, six minutes. Yeah. For well, it was it was a bit I used to do. I, I don't remember the first joke, but the the basic bit was would you rather i mean this was you know back in 84 before the board game and all that stuff it was a thing i remember doing as a kid would you rather be buried up to your neck in dirt Mm. and have somebody paint your head like a soccer ball (laughs) and then have some brazilian kids start hanging around or would you rather oh gosh i don't know Oh, let's say get your finger slammed in a car door and have the guy drive away through a car wash. (laughs) And then they would answer, and then I would say, why? Yeah, yeah, me too, me too, because, you know, they might use hot wax at the car wash. (laughs) Right, right. So I did that, and that was like my big thing back then. And uh, and he he liked that. Carson liked that last week. He brought me back again. And again, and then I don't remember. Some people remember like every, like Tom Dreesen remembers how many he did and all that. I, I don't have any recollection of how many I did with Johnny. I did a lot of guest hosts. I think I maybe I did maybe three or four with Johnny, and then I think he cut me loose because during a Christmas uh, holiday, <laughs> I came on and my opening joke was this is the joke I remember. I'm getting ready for the holidays. I've been doing a lot of drinking and driving. 
And <laughs> the talent coordinator calls me uh, later that night. He goes, oh, "What? What was with that opening joke? We didn't go over." I said, "Yeah, that, that's always been part of my act. That's you know, he wasn't paying attention. I didn't know that Johnny had a DUI, and he got into some serious problems with drinking. Oh, and uh, I know. So I so I don't think I did it again after that. Ah. And they garbled that whole joke when I it came out. <laughs> I watched it on TV. I came out. I go, hey, how you doing, man? I'm getting ready for the holidays. I'm doing that dream drive. Wow. I said, what did I say? What did I say? <laughs> That's interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. I, mm. I did not know that. How did you? Uh, how did you, how did the Saturday Night Live thing happen? Well, the story with that is, I'm you know I've been friends with Dana Carvey for a long time before he was on SNL, and he was selected to be on that show. Uh, for that coming fall. And I was excited for him. I was reading Backstage Live. I was dating Jan Hooks at the time. And I was good friends with Dana. And I was excited. I knew somebody that was going to be on SNL. And he goes to New York. And two weeks later, out of the blue, I get a call from him. He goes, hey, Kev, I'm out at Laura Michaels' house in Long Island. I'm in the back bedroom. Guess who's in the kitchen? Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd. I said, you're kidding me. He goes, no. Anyway, Laura Michaels is looking for one more cast member. I told him about you. You might want to see your audition tapes. I said, Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd are in the kitchen? <laughs> I wasn't even hearing the other stuff because I knew I wouldn't get on that show because I don't do characters or impressions or or accents or things like that. I'm just a stand-up, a really good (laughs) (laughs) stand-up. No, it's true. It's true. Uh, So so I send in my tapes and two weeks later I get another call from Dana. Kev, I'm back out of Lauren Michaels' house. I'm in the back bedroom. Guess who's in the kitchen? Steve Martin. No way. Yeah. Anyway, good news. Lauren liked your tapes. I think they're going to fly you in for an audition. I said, Steve Martin's in the kitchen. <laughs> I, I wouldn't believe it. You know, I didn't want to be let down. But I fly into New York. You know, I'm going to show up. I go to 30 Rockefeller Plaza where they tape the show. And, uh, and I go up to Studio 8H. I walk in there. I immediately get really tired because I used to fall asleep watching that show. It was an association thing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I do my little audition. And then I leave. And two weeks later... I find myself sitting in a high rise in Beverly Hills across from Lauren Michaels. He's offered me a job on SNL. Man, oh man. I said, let me think about it, Lauren, over the weekend. <laughs> That's the way I roll. That's, yeah. He said, well, you think about it over the weekend. We'll see you in New York on Monday. Next thing I know, I'm at Lauren Michaels' house in Long Island. And I got a call from Dana. He goes, Kev, I'm at Lauren Michaels' house. I'm in the back bedroom. Guess who's in the kitchen? I said, I'm in the kitchen. <laughs> So when you, let me ask you this: I, uh, What was the first thing you bought when you became successful? Because you you were you were bartending, you were uh, hustling around town, working as a young stand-up. You hadn't been on the Tonight Show yet, but you, when you finally had had some extra extra money, did you buy a better car? What did you? Well, what I wish I bought was long-term health care. But what I did get was um, I got a uh, yeah I got a uh, a new Saab. Oh, nice! Yeah, it was a turbo. Powered Saab. And I remember Jerry Seinfeld at the time was into Saabs. He had a lot of Saabs. So we would always talk about the Saab and all that. But but I deserved that car because before that, my first car was a um, Datsun B210. Sure. Oh, yeah. And it, it was the color of an ace bandage because that's what all they had on the lot. <laughs> and um, Attractive. And my manager talked me into getting it without a radio because it would be cheaper and without AC. <laughs> <laughs> The worst management decision ever. And I remember going on a date when I picked up this girl I was really, really um, excited about. And she was so disappointed I didn't have a radio in the car. And I got one more date out of that. But the next time I 
cut out a blah punk radio from a, a magazine and I taped it to the back. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a radio. I remember those. Coming up in just a couple of minutes, Josh going to a buffet. And what happens? You can only imagine. And it's coming up next. Come on back. This is the Bob and Tom Show for a Monday. Welcome back. This is Christopher in the Bob and Tom Studios. Well, Josh going to a buffet. What would that be like? Let's find out in this segment of the Bob and Tom Show. Of course, uh, over there is a guy that's going to be on stage at Diamond Joe's Casino in Dubuque. What are you going to do about it, Dubuque? Yes. What a great venue. Yeah, it's fun. Dare him. Dare him to come see you. Yeah. Pack the balcony. Pack the balcony. They got that tonight. buffet, too. Oh, nice. Oh, they have a buffet there. Oh, it's good. Do you do the buffet before or after your show? I have to do it before, it closes. which is rare because it, yeah. it does close. After the, yeah. So, yeah. I don't like to eat before a show. <laughs> but you'll I'll make an exception for this buffet. I what's, now, what's your favorite thing on the buffet? Catfish. Catfish? Yes. I would not have guessed that. <laughs> the buffet? Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, ask anybody. Buffet catfish is really That's, the way to go. sounds horrible. Oh, it's delicious. This, this, really? This buffet, this buffet is actually famous. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so now, prime rib. Do you... When you do the buffet, do you take just one plate just for the entrees? Well, or see, you... this is the great part about a, a buffet. You can have some catfish, but you can have a little prime rib. Sure. Exactly, yeah. You, you yeah. can go up and down the line yeah. and, and get what you want. I Did tend you... to stay protein heavy because it'll be uh, pre-show, so I don't want to carb down too much. Uh-huh. Yeah. So well, Don't you be... get tired, though, all that food in your stomach? That's why. That's one of the reasons I stay protein oh, heavy. So, protein yeah. heavy. So do you take a doggy bag? No, they 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 frown upon that. <laughs> he still does it, but they frown upon. Yeah, that. yeah. No, they. Well, now will they give anymore, you? Will they give you a coupon for the buffet, or do you have? To yes, pay yeah, for it's it? a coupon. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that's nice. You can also use it at some of the other places, but why would you not use it at the buffet? <laughs> now, will you sit with strangers? Oh God, no! I'll have my own table. Yeah, well, they have many, many tables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. With many, many foods. It's not a yeah. cruise ship. You yeah, what the hell you think? You're going to introduce yourself. By the way, I'll be your entertainment. Wait a minute! Hold on! Oh, look no. at that catfish! Just you me. would sit right down with strangers ever... and think you're giving them a treat by you eating. Because with them. of this show, I hate being spotted. Eating. <laughs> I hate. I get spotted eating, and fans of the show look at me, and I can just see in their eyes. They're, they're thinking, "Well, of course." That's, uh, yeah. It's too. Yeah. Of it's course. Too Josh playing blackjack? No, no, no. He was eating catfish. Yeah. He's having, his, oh, sure. he's yeah. having his second all, lunch. All yeah, I don't okay. think I've ever had buffet catfish. Now I'm intrigued. Oh, it's great. Under the lights? All I don't think Tom's ever been to a buffet. Of course I have. Although all that right. new buffet that Josh and I went to. I was to just a... talking about the cafeteria the other day. You and yeah. I, cafeteria you, and a buffet Tom and I totally used to go different. to the cafeteria We went to ago. a great uh, Asian same. buffet, and that man, it was good. They had lobster and, and cheesy seafood. Man, Ooh. it was good. <laughs> Wasn't it? Wasn't it good? Oh, man. I was just discussing uh, the, the the cafeteria because I think Jello is a fraud. Oh yeah, well I know how you feel about Jello. My Wait little, my little oh, girls go, oh my god, that looks so delicious. And then you get the red and the blue, and then they sit down and they taste it, and they don't eat any more. Yeah, it's not that fun. And when I was a kid, my mother would make Jello with bananas in it. Sure, yeah, of sure. Course. Yeah. So are we out of regular food? <laughs> Oh. Don't you suck the jello in though? You don't bite it. You just... Oh, you just balushi it up. Yeah. yeah, but that gets that gets old after a while. And then as Come Christy on, pointed shots. out, yes, as Christy yeah. pointed out, of course, when you add alcohol to it, like that's true of anything. I mean, if you put yeah. alcohol in Brussels sprouts, maybe people oh, eat more of it. I could really go for a tequila Brussels sprout. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jameson Brussels sprout. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now where were we? And you're, you're in the hotel with all the children, you know. Yes, it's a it's a hotel slash water park. <laughs> 
<laughs> Wettest elevator floor you'll ever see. Well, that's great. The hint of chlorine in the air. Right. Full yeah. of Wait loud. A second. Hang on a the second. hotel should be called Pizzo Mojado because it's just wet floors. Well, that's nice. <laughs> could we get um could we get a video of you going down the water slide? I'm not doing that. <laughs> Okay, for the Please. show in a speedo. In how long? Just over, just almost two years. Josh is going to. Yeah, that sounds like fun too. I'm not doing. Well, first that. of all, I'm not doing the water. I'm not. I'm not enjoying the water park at all. Why not? I've got a show tonight, and then I'm, I'm on the air with you folks tomorrow morning. Well, we could have our engineers maybe meet you at the water park, and you could go to. What time does the water park open? Would, would they open up the slide just for Plus, you? Plus, I don't think I, I can't do. I can't do a water slide. My my shirt gets stuck to the. <laughs> got to wear a shirt. Yeah, you know, swims in a shirt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's very self-conscious. This may be this what may be too personal. Stuff. Um, my good friend Andrew, oh. you, you guys, yeah. you guys know Andrew. He um he was at one of those gigantic water slides in Florida, mm-hmm. and uh, he wears he uh, uh, lives in Europe and he wears you know they tend to wear smaller suits anyway and mm-hmm. he said it's my, this is my sister's boyfriend and he he went down the water slide when he, when he came out <laughs> it looked like he'd had a wedgie <laughs> yeah. he looked almost like Borat with, the, with the thing they, he's they wearing had, a thong they, is what they, you're they, telling they me they had to tweeze it out of his <laughs> out of his gluteal cleft. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great going down the water slide. <laughs> I wish you'd told me that you. I love a water park. I oh. do too. I I'd be love at the water park. Places you packed. would. You yeah, would go down the slides and stuff. Yes. Well, I don't know about the slides. <laughs> I would. I'd frolic in the wave pool. I, so, they have a wave pool. <laughs> they do. Yeah. They gotta have yeah. A wave I might pool. just walrus around in one of those. They have a lazy river. <laughs> I don't know okay. if they have a lazy, lazy river, or as yeah. I call it, the the, the river urine. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you ever notice no one ever gets out of one to go to the bathroom? <laughs> right. I call it the lazy river because you're too lazy to get up and. Good job. <laughs> I, I hate to break it to you, but that's the way all pools are, Tom. Just pee. Mm-hmm. Just pee. No, oh, it's okay. Why do I think when Josh checks in tonight, they'll go, oh, you know, our, our lazy river has very little urine in it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they feel like they're going to have to explain to them that it's a clean water park. Can we get a shot of you eating a chunk of catfish as you go down the water slide. <laughs> go, I know, I'm not going down the water. You have to steal the catfish out of the buffet. I'm not getting near that water. How about a shot of you putting a catfish into your coat pocket? <laughs> yes, I might be able to get a shot of that. Okay. Of me stealing from the buffet. Okay. Oh. Once again, we're, this is all to say that if you want to go to the Diamond Joe Casino. Just don't go to the buffet around 7.15. <laughs> oh, that, oh, that close oh to showtime? Yeah, that's real close to showtime. Oh, you, you don't eat I... around six. Now, do you eat in your stage clothes, or do you have some kind, yeah, of, some kind of a tarp <laughs> to, to protect have... your outfit? Yes, yes. I, I stole one of those uh, plastic capes from my barber, and I put that on and eat at the buffet. <laughs> what a what a what a guy you are. Um... Would you? Josh. If we, Sets up with a cape with a fork in one hand, knife in the other, slams them on the table. If we got you well, one of those, if we got you one of those smocks from a barber shop, oh. would you do, do that tonight? Just for the video, just, just a panning, a panning shot of the buffet, and then Josh is in there with this, this huge barber thing, just gravy and pudding. And... Big picture of a catfish on it. And then I just take it off and hit the stage. Now, ha- ha- have you ever, prior to a show, inadvertently spilled something on your 
on your stage outfit? No, knock on wood, I've not. Because the worst story I ever heard involves Keith Richards and some idiot named Pat Connelly <laughs> spilling coffee all over <laughs> his stage shirt. Absolutely true, yeah. I dumped a whole <laughs> coffee <laughs> on him. <laughs> That's so amazing. And was, was that with the uh, the winos? Yes, well, it was. The first tour, about 1990, yeah. I turned around and spilled a whole hot coffee on Keith Richards. Wow. Before he had gone on stage. Yep. White pirate shirt. <laughs> I, said, I, said, I had, a, so, had a puffy shirt on. I said, I'm so oh. sorry, Mr. Richards. I, yeah, I <laughs> he didn't even know. He probably know, didn't notice. He didn't, I said, are you going to change that? And he goes, nah, this doesn't look good for the image, man. <laughs> man. Absolutely true. By all accounts, Keith Richard is one of the greatest guys of all time. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, he was a sweetheart to me. He put his arm around me and then warmed up. He goes, tell me if you think this is all right, because normally another guy does the singing. (laughs) 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 And I I think he was messing with me. I I said, you sound good. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Mike, ready to go. (laughs) Were they the expensive winos? The expensive winos, yeah. What do tell? Yeah. Then some some intern brought him like this 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 drink, huge drink. It was like orange. And he looks at me and he goes, Ah yes, another nuclear nightmare. (laughs) What a weird drank it all down and went on stage. (laughs) The whole thing. He drained it. It's the best. Go Keith. Maybe it was energy C. You don't know. <laughs> oh, emergency. No, no. Oh yeah, emergency. It was emergency vodka. <laughs> yeah, the okay. airborne. Uh, yeah. Oh boy. Now, um, uh, once again, uh, uh, Josh Dubuque. <laughs> Yeah, the Diamond they're going to love casino. you. They're huge uh, fans of the show. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put on a real show, now and then I'm going to leave the buffet and hit the stage. <laughs> <laughs> now, for stage clothes, are you going to wear the flannel? Uh, yeah, yeah, I wear flannel. You wear the flannel on stage? Yeah. Uh-huh. Don't you get hot? It's Iowa. They're a hearty, hearty bunch. Yeah, it's going to be cold. cold. I think the latest I look, it feels like it's in the single digits, the feels like. Well, so. you're going to be indoors. You're aware well, of course, that. Of course, of okay, course. Okay. <laughs> so you don't really have to wear the... No, I'm comfortable with the flannel on stage. It doesn't get... What do you uh, want anymore? A Hawaiian shirt? One of those things, right? <laughs> you have to make that cold walk from the hotel to the casino, though. Exactly. That's freezing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, no, it'll be... Yeah, yeah, you're going to be all wet from the water park, you know? How about this? If you're not going to do the thing oh. where you put on the barber's smock, <laughs> right? what if we give you a large cooler... <laughs> and you're photographed putting the catfish in the cooler. And then when you go out on stage, you you take it out there like you're one of those heart transplant transporters. So, so let me get this straight. I walk out on stage with this cooler. Yeah. No one knows what it is. I, I'm, they're going to be the audience. Only you will be laughing in your recliner tonight. Right. That's the only laugh that I'll get. Coming up next hour on the Bob and Tom Show, more nip lips and the toilet paper world record. But next, the lovely East Coast correspondent, Allie Breen, here on the Bob and Tom Show. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back on a Monday. This is Christopher speaking. We have a great segment here with East Coast correspondent Allie Breen and a little sexy time this morning, talking dirty. We have a couple things I, I want to get to first before we start. Um, we have this. Uh, you probably heard about the uh, demise of the marriage of Bill and Melinda Gates. Of course. Uh, that, that sort of rare uh, celebrity status of the ultra-rich in the yeah. case of Mr. Mm-hmm. Gates, a self-made man, of course, and uh, they they have their great people. They give tons of money away, but oh, uh, their, yeah. their marriage is not working out. And I received this. This is from um, Bob Zaney's um, wife. Oh, she's very funny. Erin O'Connor um, posted the following. 
uh, and I'll read it verbatim, too soon to refer to Melinda Gates as Bill's Xbox. Oh. <laughs> oh. Good Microsoft joke. That is oh, that uh, was right that there. Is rock solid. That? <laughs> I would say thank you. Thank you. We turn to Allie Breen. Dear Allie, my boyfriend has a large social media presence. He does stand up as a side gig. We've been dating for two years and he continues to act single online. I post the occasional picture of us together, but he has never posted one. I've talked to him about it and he says he likes to keep his private life private. But he's quick to post every other aspect of his life, even posting old pictures of him and past girlfriends. Oh, is it crazy that this bothers me so much? Are most comedians just like this? It is not. Or no, it is not crazy that it bothers you. I, this is a discussion I have had, and it, it, it really did cause some issues. Of, uh, With a girl that didn't want to yeah, publicly post? Uh, yeah. She wanted me to be posting more about her, and not in a... Um, conceited way or anything like that but just you know and i said i'm not comfortable with it uh and there were even times where i'd go hey i in in my act i still have some jokes about being single um and i i just let her know so and you don't want to give away precious moments of your act right yeah i mean there are Oh, yeah. I mean, I've, well, I've day, got a the, loose 42, yeah, as I said. <laughs> the, other, the other day when Kasaki said he had a new hour, Josh almalmost passed out. <laughs> that is a, that's a lot of inside baseball here, but yeah, that's that's tough for a comedian. Mm-hmm. I, this is a tough situation. Yeah, it is a Josh, tough situation. I, I, I think I, either Christy or Chick will back me up on this. Yeah. Um, I think we think we all know this. So there's a certain comedian who I th- who think is very funny, mm-hmm. who had a, a really solid four or five minutes about his dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, he he would uh, talk about that, and then uh, eventually, I think ten years after his dad finally died, he managed yeah. to jettison yeah. it from the act. That's just one of those weird comedy yeah, things. It's, yeah, it's a thing yeah. you got to. So keep. she just has to wait it out for ten years, and maybe she'll become part of the act. Yeah, no, I, look, I, I don't think this guy's doing anything weird or being shady. But, but we're, we're missing the larger point. It's yeah, it, he's professional a, thing. It is. He's a comedian. Yes. Yeah, he's a nut job. Plus, if he posts a picture of you, people might start bashing you in the comments for no reason whatsoever. That's yeah. a, that's, that was one of my big concerns. My oh, grandma got mad at me because I didn't tag her. I recently did an Instagram post and I didn't I didn't put the tag in there to let her know. Oh, Gramsci, sometimes people are mean to me on there. I don't need them DMing you. Right. 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 Hey there, old lady. Is exactly. really right. that big of a stoner? I don't need And it's yeah. not it's going to be rare, yeah. but it will the, the one time it happens it's no good. So yeah. But the pictures of the exes, that's kind of weird. Unless that is the one thing that throws out. Yeah. Like celebrities well, that but that's kind of funny. That's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. Huh? Does he make it a big deal that they're exes? Exactly. He so could be. Like opening the door for Road Mung, if oh. you will. <laughs> if people think they want to be posted on uh, social media, they haven't been posted on social. You have no That's idea true. what's it's, coming it's, if you right. start putting stuff on social right. Good luck. Yeah, if you want to wake up to people calling you ugly and awful and, you know. Allie, do you have pictures of the guy you're dating uh, on your social media sites? No. (laughs) Yeah. No, I don't. And I very rarely I'll put something up in like stories or something, but it's true. I never, I almost never do. Right, so this goes both ways. So to see, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> is that is that right? I'm uh, right. I'm very private on my social media. As a matter of fact, I'm a Sherpa in Kathmandu on oh. my social media as far as I can. They, they know what I tell them to know. Does, right. uh, Allie, does your guy know? Uh, I mean, does, does he post pictures of you and do you at all? 
No, he's really not. He's not into social media at all. So he barely posts anything on Instagram. I don't think he's posted in months. But yeah, yeah neither of us do. And we've okay. never talked about it. I don't think it would be an issue. Yeah, good. good. Okay. Okay. Well, let's get yeah. to our next letter. See if we can help someone. Dear Allie, my boyfriend and I talk dirty all the time and it really turns me on. Now we've actually started acting stuff out. Okay. Some scenarios are really hot. Like I'll pretend I'm passed out asleep or I'll pretend I'm a prostitute, right. which I really like. But he keeps wanting to go further, like to give me swirlies, putting my head in the toilet and flushing it while leave, he's behind me. Leave. What Time to go. Hell? It's over. <laughs> leave. I'd like to hear more about this completely <laughs> normal, acceptable behavior. <laughs> No, that is that Swirly? is insane. I, 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 look up the look up E. coli. Well, I got Clorox bleach in my eyeballs. That is that is like dirty. You're a Russian spy, like you're getting tortured or something, or just a high school all, fantasy of swirlies. I don't... Sounds pretty hot. What? Uh... <laughs> so what? Uh, she said. So essentially, she's saying, "Hey, some scenarios fun, others not." Yeah, and it looks like it's escalating to a place where the scenarios are going to be less and less fun, perhaps. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you need well, to put your foot down, so yeah, to speak. There you go, Chris. Is that a turn-on for anybody? Uh, Apparently, this guy. I don't think so. Tell him, huh. let's not swirly anymore. Look, <laughs> only do what you're comfortable doing. Tell him. Yeah. You don't like it. Once you get the water out of your mouth, tell him. Oh. And, and by the way, oh, like, I have no doubt that she likes the prostitution scenario because she's handed a wad of cash. At sure. No, when you walk in the bedroom and go, "Why do we have a box of adult diapers?" Yeah, time to leave. Exactly. Yeah. Or time to go. Hey, let's let's uh, pull on the reins here a little bit. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, Nelly. Yeah. I was at I was at a restaurant a few years back. Oh, you did it in a restaurant? Ooh. No, 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 no. Oh, oh okay. Sorry. <laughs> And um, I uh, ran into somebody that I sort of knew, and they were there to pick up their wife. Uh, they had, oh, okay, yeah. They had this whole scenario where she comes in and yeah, oh, role playing. He, he yeah. goes over to the bar, and so that's what this guy told you in order to get you away. And um, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? I've never done anything like I that. I don't know, man. That scenario in public seems weird, where you're actually acting stuff out. At yeah. a bar. I feel like I get it in the bedroom, but outside the bedroom to act like no, this, you don't know each other I, I, would be goofy, I was stunned. I and then we talked about it a little on the air, and apparently it's quite common. Yeah. yeah. Don't oh, they yeah. find life challenging enough, like bungee jumpers yeah. and uh, these people who meet their spouses in bars? Isn't it hard enough to get through the day without creating... This helps them, Chick. I guess. Yeah. Whatever. Weird. It'd be weird if, it'd weird if he, he came over and she goes... Hey, can't you see I'm talking to this guy? Oh, that would be the best. <laughs> Sorry, I was getting ready to leave with this dude. Yeah. Just let and him know. tells the bouncer, this guy's bothering me. Can yeah. you get rid of him? Throw him out. In this, can, in this case, let him know that you're not comfortable with some of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but is it one of those things that you say that if he's into escalation and she de-escalates, it's not going to work out? Or you think that's well, that, you know what? supposed to? Exactly, then it doesn't work out. Yeah, a, a lot of fish in the sea that don't want to live in a toilet. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd, 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 I'd rather live in the aquarium thank you to, to extend the analogy yeah okay what else have we got dear Allie the girl I'm dating says she's a bad texter but she literally has her phone in the hand and texts all the time when I'm with her so when I don't get a response when I'm not with her for hours it drives me insane should I relax or am I right that she's being either disrespectful or shady I'm li- I'm literally working on a joke right now, and it's about people that say I'm a bad texter. It's not that they're bad at texting; they just don't want to text you. Yeah, and that's yeah. all it is. 
People forget that the phone is their convenience. It's not your convenience. Oh, that's a good point. So if you text somebody, well, they better text... Well, well, maybe they're, my you know, phone maybe, might be in the bedroom and I took a nap. Maybe or, they're cleaning yeah. a septic tank. Or I took a walk know. or Maybe whatever. I dropped it when I was giving a swirly to Zelda. <laughs> <yesterday>. <laughs> no, yeah, I think there are people that are bad texters, Allie, but I think in this specific case, it's just a person that does not want to be texting this person a lot. Or they're playing a game. Texting. You know, girls will play the game. Oh, I'm not going to answer that for a while. See what he thinks. Yeah. yeah. Sort of uh, slightly unrelated. Aren't you in awe of people who have the thing on their phone that lets you know that they've read your text? Yes. Aren't you? God, the, oh, yeah. The, yeah. Oh, my God. The balls it takes. <laughs> yes. buddy. I've got it on and I've got it on for a reason. What's your reason? <laughs> if I want to let you know that I read it. If I don't reply, then I didn't reply. Oh, How about right. that? Yeah. That's right. the news. Oh, that's there you interesting. Go. Willie says, kiss my ass. Yeah. yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> okay. I stopped checking all DMs on every social platform just because, well, one, they're kind of weird. I bet you get some weird ones, yeah. And, and aggressive, oh, yeah. but then it tells you that they've read them. Like, you know what? I'll just never read them. Yeah. So you'll never know. Oh, on social media, you can't turn that off? The thing that tells you if it's been read? I've I never checked even, those. I don't I even just, check don't into know. it. If I just don't click on it, they won't know. Yeah. I'll just, so don't send me a message if you actually know me because I don't check Facebook. Okay. Uh, let's move on. We need <laughs> People another do one get now. crazy about that, though. Like, yeah. I had a friend who started dating a comic or hooked up with a comic under the guise that they would like try to have a relationship. And he right away was like, listen, I'm going to be on the road for a couple weeks, so I'm not going to be in touch. And I was like, Every, you have a cell phone. Like, you, there's no place on earth you're not in touch with someone. Right. Anymore. Yeah, that's true. And she believed it and waited three weeks for him to get back, and he still didn't get in touch <laughs> oh, with her. And I was like, oh, that's, no. Yeah, that's so sad. Yeah. So we go from the toilet mm-hmm. to dumping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> it all ties in. Okay. One more letter, Allie. Dear Allie, I just moved in with my boyfriend and we have an issue. He farts incessantly in his sleep. Okay. <laughs> I thought snoring was bad, but this is insane. Is there anything I can do? No. Yes, get a match. <laughs> Stop feeding him beans. <laughs> or a lighter. Stop getting some fireworks Sleep going. in a different room. Huh. Maybe you're farting too, lady. You don't know. Yeah. Um, you may, perhaps uh, there's some medical condition. Yeah. Uh, some dietary issue, uh, maybe as simple as uh, getting the what is it called? Beano? Yeah. Is that the Beano? Right. Whatever the oh right, there the, is the stuff pill that chemically deactivates the flatulence yeah. uh, somehow. It's actually a pretty pretty decent uh, bit of advice there. Give him some Beano, see if it works. Yep. You have to slip it to him, sneak it. <laughs> yeah, sneak yeah. it. Yeah. No. Just for, yeah, just for fun. <laughs> he doesn't know that. He has the drink with the bee no. <laughs> no we, we should uh, not be encouraging people to slip drinks. Hey there, Cosby. That's right, Rick. Oh, One of the drinks will have a straw in it. Don't drink that one, Rick. It has it has the bee no in it, Rick. <laughs> I mean, come here. What'd you do to the drink? <laughs> I like to fart. I haven't farted in four months. Come here, Slim. I like to fart. Fart again. You like to what? Fart. <laughs> okay, thanks. Fart. I believe this is the beginning of a farty friendship. <laughs> so we got lots more stuff coming up next in the Bob and Tom Show. The Toilet Paper World Record and Donnie Baker checks in. This is the Bob and Tom Show. poem I wrote entitled Undignified Ways to Die. Okay. All right. <laughs> Skin diving with gas tanks you stole from a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> Renting a basement apartment in Venice. <laughs> 
wearing clown shoes while walking through a minefield at night. (laughs) (laughs) Getting a life-size tattoo of someone your height. (laughs) Mistaking a python for your favorite tie. (laughs) Hang gliding at night on the 4th of July. (laughs) Having a bowling ball dropped on your head. Mooning some cannibals who haven't been fed. (laughs) Teasing some Scots for wearing their kilt. Uh, Approaching a chopper while walking on stilts. (laughs) Swimming with sharks in a suit made of meat. Flashing yourself to a hippo in heat. Slapping the head of a bald, drunken sailor. And telling your date's burly dad. Five bucks as I nail her. (laughs) Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show on a Monday. This is Christopher speaking. The gang, again, is out on Christmas break. They'll be back a week from tomorrow, Tuesday, January 3rd. Right now, the toilet paper world record and Donnie Baker checks in. Stupid world. It's a great world record. <laughs> a high school robotics team in Michigan has attempted... Nerds. The only state in the United States, Michigan, Tom has attempted to break the Guinness World Record for tallest toilet paper pyramid. Come here, Josh. Look at this. I don't want to. I don't no, want to. I don't want to. It's, it's a pyramid made out of paper. Wow. Isn't that something? That's a pyramid it's made a, out of toilet paper. It's a paper. gigantic pyramid. Are they toilet paper rolls? Yes. No, Christy. <laughs> no, Christy. It's used. They had the, 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 the Okay, in my defense. three years collect. Yeah, you could pull right. it off the roll and fold it or, you know, no. stack it that that'd way. Be, that'd be something. Yeah. So all they did, they didn't have to take it out of the package, probably, it's in some cases. Set them up. I can't, it looks like they took them out of the packages. Anyone could do this. You just need the time. Yeah, That's all. Exactly. That's all you need. When did, by the way, the larger question about toilet paper, when did this marketing take over where this roll is equal to four rolls? When did that? Well, so you soon, buy eight rolls and then you actually have 18 rolls. But, <laughs> the, but the toilet paper holders aren't big enough so that when you put for them some, on, you're right. it yeah. rubs against the wall. Yeah. It yeah. It's also it's, embarrassing for your guests when they walk in and... You've got the foot and a half radius <laughs> toilet paper. Yeah, it's good for a whole week. <laughs> and don't they have hey, the forever, Josh, don't they have got the forever the foot, We got the foot wide toilet paper. In case you need another one, it's under the desk. <laughs> he's, whatever he's doing over there, he's having a ball. Oh, I like the new character. <laughs> if only we could hear the show that he hears. Yeah. That would be really... Uh, this thing is what is how tall is this thing? You judge from the picture. It the looks- Blitzkrieg thirty-seven seventy robotic seventy robotics team from Bullet Creek High School erected the pyramid of the school's atrium <laughs> out of over twenty-seven thousand rolls of toilet paper. Neat. Senior Maxton Hurst said, um, "We have an official height of sixteen feet three inches and five eighths of an inch." It would be a blast to take a dirt bike and drive it into that thing. It's almost, yeah, it would. That's two feet over what the current world record is. It's, and it's it's in some kind of atrium at their high school. It's so cool. Oh, it's very cool. And one day I hope to see a vagina. <laughs> it's vagina. <laughs> he said the structure took 16 hours. Have a vagina. Have a vagina. Hey! It took 16 hours to build. He said that once they deconstruct the pyramid, 
The rolls will be sold off to raise funds for the robotics team. Is it really a pyramid or is it, or is it more of a teepee? <laughs> Tom, don't. Uh, that's you know, that's that is not bad at all. That, is, <laughs> that joke would be so funny in writing. Uh, maybe no. it, uh, like in humor and uniform and Reader's Digest. Oh. Very clever. That was. It's, a, it's more of a musing really, than a uniform. joke. <laughs> Don't let him scoff you. That was great. Oh, don't worry. He'll have seven way worse jokes. <laughs> oh, my God. He's already. If these kids had any brains. They if volunteered. They, if, they, yeah. if they'd used the two-ply, it would have been twice as high. That's all I'm saying. Well, <laughs> what do you want from them? It was a ply-by-night operation. Ah, uh, there we go. Uh, uh, <laughs> Thanks, Godwin. I liked it. <laughs> I'm out. Uh, it's, I think it's a fun record. Good for them. And I guess they're going to sell off the toilet paper? Yes. To, to raise money? Proceeds for the team. That's nice. Yeah. There we go. Would you buy unwrapped toilet paper from a high school student? No. <laughs> <laughs> they come to your house, and it's like on a big broomstick. You can take off and take off a couple. Uh. <laughs> I think we talked about this before, but have you ever stolen toilet paper? Uh, God, no. Why would you do stolen that? Yeah, I've had to take a roll from of where you worked. Yeah. Uh, oh, you can always tell who's stolen it from work, too. It's like, oh, you got the half ply. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the stuff, if they steal it from work here, you can tell by the poop under their finger. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Oh, there's the, there's the hotline. Hello, Bob and Tom Show. Hey, Bob and Tom, it's Donnie Baker. Hey, Donnie, how are you? Man, you're talking about all that toilet paper. Well, to you, it's just common textile of toilet paper. But did you know if you go to GV or County Lockup, the, the toughest one in that cell, that becomes a pillow. And it's, sometimes they'll fight over it. Whoever's the toughest, they get that roll of toilet paper, put it under their temples, not off for a few hours. Oh, they they spell, then it's like, you know, you're <laughs> scrambling for the toilet paper. I swear to God. That wow. could be worth a fortune if they put it near, like, penitentiary or something. Good idea. I don't know they're going to build it. Make some, make some well, I heard you guys yesterday talking about something that, that puzzled me. All these different Chinese New Year's. And that zodiac calendar thing? Oh yeah, yeah the Chinese zodiac. Sure, that uh, uh, the, you got like the year of year the, the rat coming up. Yeah, yeah you said the year of rat, and Chick, you said Tom was born in a uh, year of the dick. Did I hear that right? Uh, <laughs> a year of the rooster, I believe. Donnie. Yeah, same difference. I was obviously born year of the wolf. Donnie, I there, mean, no, there's no, a bunch Donnie, of them. there isn't a, there no. isn't a year. Of the, there's like the year of the pig, the dog, the cock, the monkey, the goat. There's no year of the wolf. Oh, so I got it wrong. Is that what you're saying, Tom? Yes, I am. You probably born in the year of the ass. Swear to God. <laughs> well, well, I'll say it like this: Why are we listening to Chinese tell us what year it is, anyways? Because I don't trust them. Oh, like, like, here's a true fact out I uh, heard on Alex Jones. So you know it ain't fake news. <laughs> oh, God. First off, everyone who knows the Chinese still are business ideals in all our invent. They take our technology and they reverse it and render the quantum stuff, like uh, some <laughs> Kung Fu MacGyvers, I swear to God. And then they build the same thing, only better at half the cost. But that's basically the same as Stellan. It's like my mom, Phyllis, using her shake weight as a vibrator. The Chinese <laughs> should be buying wholesale from us in the first place. But China does it with everything of ours, from spark plugs and Nikes to uh, Gogurts and even dildos, Christy. I swear to God. Really? 
They can't be trusted. Like last week, I had some Chinese delivery. I was pretty sure it tastes like the year of the dog. You know? Don't think that Sure, the receipt said Kung Pao chicken, but if that's the case, then tell me why I had to flea bomb my basement and then go get on heartworm meds for two weeks. Uh. <laughs> Explain that to me, you know? When it's time to listen, I'm all ears like Glenn Beck. When it's my turn to talk, I'll do G. Gordon Liddy's on your ass. Ah, Swear to God. Good to know. And by the way, it's 2020 now, and I ain't holding back no more of my Yelp reviews, neither. You're doing, oh. you're doing Yelp reviews? Sometimes. So companies better watch out. Oh, boy. Um, for all you know, I could be one of them food bloggers who take pictures of every meal and trash your business unless you give me a refund or appetizers. <laughs> and then if you try to charge me, I'll be like, oh, I ain't surprised it's the year of the rat considering I've seen three of them in my Cobb salad at uh, uh, Jerry's. Taco World. You've never so. ordered a Cobb salad. <laughs> Josh, I got that on tape, Dick. You're lucky Patty Ferguson just texted me. Oh, she boy. says it's a year of the cock at her place. <laughs> right. Tiki, do you love me? Are you riding? I'm going to go. Yeah, there's, there's no year of the wolf. <laughs> no. No, no. There's, um, what is it, the year of the dog? I, I got a yeah, horse. Again. Okay. The, is the, the, what, this I'm is... a rat. What are you, chick? I'm a cock. What are you? Horse. What are you, Tom? I think Tom's a cock. I, I, have, uh, I, really I think we're have, both cock. I have no ah. idea. I could have to, I'd have to look it up, but um, yeah. I'm not really that into the Chinese zodiac or the American zodiac. Of course, uh, Godwin lies about what year he is. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Yeah, we never know. Yeah, yeah, we never know. I could be a cock. Yeah, it could be a cock. It could be a horse. You it don't could know. be a rat. You don't know. <laughs> You're not a rat. I He's keep him not guessing. not a rat. Okay, there's... Um, here, here. Wait a minute. Here we go. It's... Uh, this is the year of the rat. There's the oh, there's the year of the buffalo or ox. The year of the rat. year of the tiger, the rabbit, the dragon. Year of the tiger. Year of the snake. Oh, I'm the year of the snake. There we go. You are. Yep. Oh, you're there's a snake. Year of the horse. Uh, the year. He's of the... a snake. When we disagree. <laughs> The year He's of, a gold it's the year of the monkey. <laughs> is that Paul Abdul? Yep. Yes. Oh, man. Jethro Tall, I was doing. I was doing oh. Paul Abdul, sorry. No, no, of, don't be. Straight up, man. That's a great song. The year of the cock, the year of the dog, the year of the pig. Those are the... You know what else is a great song? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> play it all, baby. Charlie Daniels. It's the Uneasy Rider Day. Let's do a play. Totally blind. Yep. Oh, He's boy. not blind, you idiot. I was taking a trip out to L.A. LA. Or are you driving? Chevrolet. Smoking dope. Yeah. Just as I crossed Mississippi line, I heard that highway start, start to whine, and I knew that left rear tire was about, about to go. go. <laughs> well, the spare was flat. Can you, uh, got uptied, you scap to this, Josh? Rippard is our bread on the team, but He's singing lyrics in this part. Sorry, Mr. Daniels. Hey, uh, got a pen? Yeah, 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 I've got a many of them. Write this down. All right. Hang on. T. Just a second. I. T. Yes. T I T. T A G O V. Yeah. A. Still talking. I. L. O. A. Tago Veloa? Tago Viola. Tago Viola. Tago Viola. 
Tua is what we call him, quarter, formerly quarterback of the uh, Alabama Crimson Tide. He had a, got his hip hurt and dislocated. Nego Valiola? Yeah, he, uh, is, he has uh, declared, I declare, for the, uh, <laughs> for the NFL draft. Tagovailoa. He's on crutches still, isn't he? Yes, he still is on crutches. Well, one okay. crutch. But his whole family's moved to uh, Alabama. The old country? Oh, Alabama. Where is he from? Hawaii. Oh. Yeah, he's a Samoan. Makes, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Get your money while you can. Mm-hmm. Get healed up and uh, don't get hurt in college. I, I guess the healing of that, that uh, area is... Uh, this is this, he has the same injury that Bo Jackson had when his hip was dislocated. Oof. Hip dysplasia. That's on yes, a dog. He's a golden retriever. <laughs> That's what happened there. Does that conclude sports? Yeah, I think sports. Uh, they're, they're, yeah. they've dog reference. Wherever you go. Hello. Gardner Minster here. <laughs> After a long rookie year, yep. I've decided to take a step back, recenter myself Uh-oh. the only way I know how. Hopping in my brand new RV and touring this great Listen country. Listen how happy he is. So if anywhere between Jacksonville and L.A., I want to hear from you. Places to see. Anything for free. And food to the, eat. Oh, people to meet. Yeah. Hopefully I see y'all out there on the road. But until then, keep it rolling. And keep your re- reaching for the stars and your feet on the ground. Sounds like a fun guy. Go well, you 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 do you be you, Gardner. Yeah. yeah. Look forward to Come meeting. visit us, Gardner. We... Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll try to get him on the phone, see how the trip's going pretty soon. Why don't you want him in here? Yeah. Um, I'd love to get him in here. I just think if you took a look at a map, <laughs> you may find it. You don't know. You don't, no, I don't know. Yeah, it would be think, ridiculous. So. I don't think you can get anywhere unless you take 70 all across the country. I don't yeah. think you can. He's going to have to come up here. That 80. lower route is... You take, uh, lower route is paid up. Let's be honest. He's, he's going to New Orleans, and he's going to be there for... Th- Two months, and then he's going. Uh, he's going then, on to L.A. He's got his bros. He's got his bros with him. <laughs> yes, yeah, he's going to have to take time. a plane to L.A. And oh, that's we got a gross of condoms. And <laughs> yeah. You have to think positively. Yeah. Refrigerator. That's a good move, though. Okay. What a fun oh yeah, move. yeah. Now, uh, so I'm sorry. We, I got to get the sports theme in here. Sorry, we have to conclude. Since when is today? Why is it so important? We never. Wherever you go, whatever you do. <laughs> Always be a good sport, Christy. We have more toilet paper in the news. Charmin unveiled a robot that delivers toilet paper rolls during the annual CES show in Las Vegas. Love it. Photos show the six-inch tall robot on wheels, branded with a bear face and a toilet paper roll resting on top. <laughs> oh, the Charmin bear. Yes. Pro- Procter & Gamble, the company that owns Charmin, said the robot will not be for sale. Mark Pritchard, who oversees Procter & Gamble brands, said, quote, car companies have concept cars, but P&G? has concept bathrooms. Huh. According to CNET, the company said the so-called Rollbot <laughs> is self-balancing and it connects with a user's smartphone to deliver a new toilet paper roll. So if you're ever sitting there and you're like, oh, no. You don't have any kids. Yeah. To, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You <laughs> Willie. <laughs> yeah, bring me the Get roll. in here. Um, you how, do that to your poor kids? No. <laughs> how, but how big is your bathroom that you have to have a robot come over with a... What's your policy? <laughs> My what do you do? Any, any open door at your house? No. Ah. But I also, I look. No! Look before I leap. Oh, before you say Oh, no. I see. Yeah. But every once in a while, things happen very quickly, and you end up <laughs> happy to do that dance where you've got your pants around your ankles. <laughs> nope, I don't know about that dance. I'm an adult. Well, I, 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 oh, come on. It, you've you've never done that? Happening? No. And if you're looking at a toilet paper roll and you notice that there's just a little bit left, be considerate. 
Take it off. Put a new one on. Yeah. Mm. Ever, 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 ever gamble with it? Going, yeah, there's enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, you, uh, then you have to grab a wash rag. And then uh, four okay. hours later, things are a little itchy. I never like these. I never like this. This curtain on the bathtub. Oh. Over the top or uh, what was the, off the bottom? <laughs> Over the top. Or off it's, the bottom. It's supposed to be bottom up. Bottom. Uh, legally. No, it's uh, over the top. Is it over the top? Yes, unless you have a weird cat, you got to have it over the top. Nobody has it coming out from underneath. You're right. Mine's over the top. Yeah, I think. Oh, oh, yeah. oh! I was. You no, were thinking the wipe style. <laughs> yes, I, I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking wipe styles of the rich and famous. <laughs> what? Uh, Wait a minute. What does wiping over the top mean? That's why I was. I, I, it it's supposed yeah. to be the bottom up. Uh, uh, oh. So what was the name of the robot again? This is it delivers the toilet paper. Rollbot. R O L L B O T. The Charmin Rollbot. No, yeah. not good. No, it's not. I should have gone with. Uh, let, me, let me think this through. We should have been uh, C three poop P O. Oh, <laughs> or <laughs> Skidmark. That's a good name for a toilet Ar- paper delivering robot. Robo Robo R do D do. There you go. How about R do D do? Much funnier. R two do do. R two do do. R two do do. Much funnier. R two do do kind of works. Yeah, it does work. Wow. What about Jar Jar stinks? Oh, I love that. Not a robot though. Not a robot. Oh, you saw Robot, oh, that's right. Robotic performance, but not a robot. <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, underrated character, politically correct. Here we go uh, people again. have uh, trashed it when, in fact, it was quite witty. <laughs> <laughs> One more segment to go on a Monday morning. More nip lips, and we find out Chick is a waiter. It's next here on the Bob and Tom Show. More of the Bob and Tom Show now on a Monday morning. This is Christopher speaking. This final segment this morning, more nip lips here. And what would it be like with Chick McGee as your waiter? We're going to find out. There is a uh, group out there marketing lipstick. Uh, Ladies, this is not my idea. This is a legit news story. Christy, I think you have it. Isn't it called nip lips or lip nicks? Nip lips. I have an update. Uh, and this is a company they claim what, Christy? Do you have the exact? Uh, yeah, word? that um, the perfect color of lipstick for a woman is the same color as her nipples. So they ask you to do what, Jess? So they ask you to take a picture of your nipple area. And when they take the picture, it blurs out your nipple. So it just looks like a giant areola, really. How do you, do, you, do you do that before you send it to them? Yeah, you take the, it's all, it's a three, it's three steps in the app. You take the picture, and as soon as you take the picture, they claim that they scan the picture, delete the picture, and then they send you your three <laughs> lipstick matches. Yeah, but before they delete it, they send it to Russia and China? Is that how this works? Within 20 minutes of me taking the picture, scanning, and getting my matches, I got an email that said, your password's been changed. If you haven't changed your password, then, please, then please notify See? us. Yeah. Immediately. What does that mean? Again? Yeah, that so, means I wouldn't do it. Yeah, that. Yes, I. I am. Uh, I am suggesting you don't. But do the, it. The, but the, the but I, and the fact that but, they send you three matches, they only have eight colors. What I would like from. to touch yes. on is the pseudoscience behind this, although maybe it's real. Mm. Although it's here's real. the lady. Her, her name. Her name is Renee Moomjian. That's uh, who I emailed yesterday. This is the ultimate geek angle, though. How do we get uh, girls to send us pictures of their boobies? Well, uh, but it's we two See, women. But, but I don't. I think, think the notion mean. behind this is that mm-hmm. the, the, is here. I'll read it verbatim. The perfect color of lipstick for a woman is the same as her nipples. Well, it's not the same as her nipples. No. It, it complements her nipple yeah, because color. They because only have eight I promise colors. you, the colors that I have are not the. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll compliment it. <laughs> 
Well, clearly they're not. <laughs> nice the, nipples. Uh, let me ask you this. Let me ask you. I don't want to be too personal here, but um, mm-hmm. the color of your nipples—they're not the same color as your new uh, <laughs> your new fingernail color. No, right? they are not that color. No, that'd, that'd be very Irish. Be very... Have bright green nipples. Gang green? green? Yeah, no. 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 For, do, do goth women have black nipples? I'm just asking. No, Tom. Just asking. Let me guess. You could tattoo them. Maybe black nipple rings. Could, yeah. Oh. I guess the ladies could tattoo them. Doesn't, black. That, doesn't that sound like an alt alt band? <laughs> black and nipple then, rings. Uh, you know, before he was in Nirvana, he was in black nipple rings. God, they were great. I've always suspected Tom of having pierced nipples and not ever telling anyone. You know? And he wears them chained together. Yeah, kind <laughs> of that. Whoa! Hey, Tommy! I I've knew always, it. I've had this for thirty years. You, <laughs> you suspected wrong. I, I do not yeah. have. He doesn't even want to or... think. Have people think he has pierced? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. oh God! No, I'm, the pain, just thinking about that. Yeah. So, I, but the, the claim here is the the pseudoscience behind this and almost everything else on the internet is that if you have your um, lipstick the same color as your nipples, it is somehow attractive. Although I think, if as I've said before, if you were sitting Christy on a first date with some guy. <laughs> And you said to him, by the way, my lipstick color is the same as my nipples. You might as well just hand him the key to a hotel room and get well, in the car. Well, of course. You might as well just say you want to see my nipples. But like Christy said No, but, no, but it's so much more subtle. It's, it's so much more romantic if you were to say that. I don't romantic. Do you like my yeah, romantic's here, not the word. Let's, just, let's pretend we're on a date here. <laughs> oh, this, I love this, this play. So, Everybody Pat, get comfortable. Pat, yeah. can you give me some? Uh, give me a little sure. bit of uh, romantic uh, tinkle on the piano, kind of a... Bring the piano up. Yeah, um, the piano is up, <laughs> sir. <laughs> There we go. Some kind of okay. There's a. You might bring it down just. Can I be the waiter? I want to be the waiter. Hello, everybody. You do. You look so much in love. Can I describe describe the table for me, waiter? Uh, What do you mean? Describe it's round. (laughs) (laughs) Round. A round table. It's a table for two. It's square. No, it's a round table. Well, I like the square. There's a linen tablecloth. uh, Yes, very nice. Vase of flowers. Silverware. All of that. Okay. Waiter, could you please light my candle? Stop playing footsie. What's our special tonight? Uh, uh, halibut. Oh. <laughs> How is that prepared? Um, Under a nice... Uh, waiter, you look very nice. Hey, well, waiter, Thank could you, you uh, get me uh, an iced tea with... Um... We don't have iced tea. Iced tea's for dorks. <laughs> this, is a a gr- of... this is an adult restaurant. I'm sorry, what? what I'll have a glass your... of Pinot Excuse Noir, me. maybe. Or... Oh, a glass of Pinot. Excellent. Or a nice old-fashioned. Excellent choice. What? I'll get you both. Waiter, waiter, what happened to your accent? I'm not talking to you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> wait, you just, wait a minute, you just went, Snot to a, face. just went to a different country. I don't like you anymore. <laughs> waiter, could I please speak to the manager? Sure. I am the manager. Oh, <laughs> I'm the manager and the waiter. We only have four tables, as you, you can you're see. You're the manager. I'm, we did, did the manager, uh, not when you got the job, didn't they ask you to please wear pants Vito! at the restaurant? Oh. Vito, get rid of this man. <laughs> oh, so you're calling security. That's right. Well, uh, does that mean this bit's over? Yeah, yeah, can you get back to the piano, please? I was playing two parts. Yeah, he's Vito. He's oh, the piano player. You can't be and the, the security bouncer. guy and the piano I'm player. Tony the piano player and I'm Vito. Vito. Yeah, Tony the piano player and Vito the bouncer. Uh, you can't change names in the middle of a, of a bit. Anyway, you so two Christy, are on a we're date. on a romantic date. We've First ever... date? Yes. Okay. And uh, no, you're not going to just say to me, hey, you want to see my nipples? We haven't, no. even, we haven't even gotten the iced tea yet, which no. they have to brew. Right. Do, waiter, do you have brewed iced tea? No, we have no iced tea. It's we have adult alcoholic drinks for adults we don't have milk we don't have sodas we have liquor well um hard liquor what about a club soda you could drink a club soda uh, can i have one of the mixers a club soda no lime no mixers (laughs) as a matter of fact that's the Uh, name of the restaurant no No mixers mixers. well i'm going to give this one hell of a lousy yelp review uh what's your name again vito you need my help Okay, could we? So back to our romantic dates, yeah. and then Christy, uh, you, you, then you look me in the eyes, and you say, 
<laughs> he can't help himself. Christy didn't get As script. if I can't yeah. figure this out for right, myself. Right. Um, you know, I'm really, I love this restaurant. It's so nice of you to bring me here. And do you like my lipstick color? I think your, your lipstick color is amazing. Really? Well, guess what? It's Here's your same... old fashioned. Oh, sorry. <laughs> totally Waiter, just you... ruined our sorry. Sorry. Tony, is that your name again? I forget. This, <laughs> oh, I'm Tony. This, this, bit's, this bit's dragged on for so no, my, long. My, my, my waiter name is Marquis. You're totally Marquis. ruining the mood. Is, not Marquis? No, Marquis. Marquis. Marquis, could I you prefer uh, Marquis. Could you make yourself busy doing anything else but hovering here? Certainly. We were having... But leave that old fashioned. No, I'm, of course. <laughs> I'm doing Marquis accent now. Why do you, yes, why do you have an accent? How's your old fashioned looks lovely. In fact, I love watching your old fashioned pass over your lips. Really? You like it when I eat the cherry? Here's your oh, Pinot Noir. Please. Here's your Pinot Noir. I'll save that for dinner. If you give me the cherry, I'll tie a knot on it with my tongue. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's quite a trick. <laughs> well, that's ridiculous. It's not oh. a trick. I have a trick of my own. What is that? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was eavesdropping. <laughs> could, the pi- could the piano player... Could you please keep playing with these... Jamie, come these, on! Could you please keep tinkling the same two chords? <laughs> I'm going to a- throw you out, Kenny. <laughs> hey, Billy Joel, how about a key change? If you want some bread in your jar. It's the only one I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. You- well, we were um, talking about how wonderful the restaurant is. And mm-hmm. for a first date, this is pretty amazing. Should I leave you two alone or would you like a... Would you quit butting in? My, my usual, my usual, uh, My usual waiter, Charles. Yes. Because I can't be here tonight. I'm Charles. not quite sure who... <laughs> who this guy is? I'm not... I apologize. Marquis. Marquis seems rather loud. I... You need a fresh basket of bread? <laughs> you look you look very nice. Well, do you like my lipstick color? I love your lipstick color. Oh, well, thank you. Here's a very special something just for you. Mm. My lipstick color matches my nipple color. Wow. Hey, boss. That's my fault, boss. Kenny, Kenny, earbuds over here. Hey, Billy Joel, back to the piano. I only wear it for very special people. By the way, we're out of meat tonight. <laughs> well, I thought we were having no meat. I thought we were having the halibut. Oh, that's right. Uh, <laughs> that's I think just... there's one piece left. We're halibut. the first two customers in the restaurant. How can there only be one piece left? I ate all the halibut. Yeah. Yeah. Joe, back the to the piano. Uh, <laughs> so, Kenny loves uh, your your lipstick color matches your nipples. Oh uh, yeah. Does your eye color match your vulva? <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Perhaps that's too graphic. Because if it was green, you wouldn't want to go anywhere near it. (laughs) Any port in a storm. (laughs) Now I'm doing doing Charles' accent. I don't know what happened there. That went horrible. The point is, there's a new story that suggests that your lipstick should match your nipple color. We'll get back to that. More wine? (laughs) Wait a minute. This is possibly the worst worst sports cast we've ever done. And that is a very high bar. Thank you, uh, Billy Joel. Um, <clears throat> coming up, we do have... His name was Tony. Sports. World Records Kenny. What is Tony? No, he's Vito. Vito? He's Tony. Kenny? Tony? No, he's Marquis. Oh, he's Marquis? Okay. Marquis. M-A-R-K-I-R-Q-U-E? Q-U-E. Okay. Apostrophe. What is the apostrophe for? For... Call me later. <laughs> Does it have an umlaut? No, I'd like an umlaut. Uh, I'd like an umlaut with no cheese and extra mushrooms. <laughs> we're, out, funny we're, we're out of cheese. Does, uh, does there a restaurant that does the the umlaut omelet where it comes in That's two dots? Uh, <laughs> it's actually omelet. <laughs> this is the Bob and Tom Show.
John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on, right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra five to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B L E A V on YouTube or wherever you listen.